What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Gameverse, episode 157. Saturday, September 23rd, 2023. I am Wasabi Ice Cream. Joined as always by Rick. What's up? Yeah, what's up, everybody? I'm Rick. I'm excited to talk about some video games. A lot of stuff has happened the last like two weeks. Oh my God, a lot of stuff has happened the last two weeks. It's going to be a long show. So you guys buckle up. It's going to be a good time. But sorry, you always start, man. Tell the people what you've been playing. I'm playing a little bit of Iconoclasts on my Steam Deck. Iconoclasts. It came out a few years ago. It's not new at all. Been out for quite some time. And I played it before just a little bit, but I never finished it. And I was like, you know, let me, let me go back and, and, and finish this game. It's, uh, it's what some people may refer to as a Metroidvania. Ooh, I like Metroidvanias. Yeah. And, um, this one's, this one's less focused on combat. Like there is, there's a little bit of combat. But it's more puzzly. It's more of like a puzzly Metroidvania, and a lot of the upgrades that you get for your, um, you get like a melee weapon. It's like a wrench, and you get a little like stun gun, and you get upgrades for those that are less about combat situations and more about puzzle solving. Um, even though there is combat, it's more it's more like a puzzly combat, and it's really cool. It's really cool. Uh, the idea of the the Metroidvania thing. It's a really good twist on the whole Metroidvania idea. Um, and uh, it's really fun. So I'm into that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would. Uh, I've I would heard check about it. Out. It looked good. Heard a lot about it a lot. It looked really cool from like, the previous stuff I've seen before. Yeah. It's more of a, it reminds me of like a JRPG. If like, if they mixed JRPG with Metroidvania, it would be this. Because you get like, you get party members and your party would be able to help you out. I mean, it's all like story based. Like you're never going in and like selecting, okay, I want to take you, I want to take you. Um, But during certain moments in the story, you'll have people with you and they can help you during like boss fights and shit. Um, and they're like, they're AI controlled usually most of the time. So you'll be like doing a boss fight and then your AI companion would be like, Hey, dude, do this, make them flip. And then you make them flip and then your AI will do a, an attack and, and that's how you like do damage. It's really cool. And then sometimes you have direct control over, uh, some AI companions that's not the main characters and your whole move set changes and it's really cool when that happens. That's uh, cool. Doesn't happen often, but again, it's like part of the story. You'll like switch to another character and you're like, oh shit, this one has a shotgun and uh, it can do like a, it's like a stealth character or, yeah. So, it's really cool. Check it out on Steam. It's, um, I think it's on everything. So, PlayStation yeah. or whatever. And uh yeah, it's really cool. I'm enjoying it. So I'll check it out. And next you're playing uh the first descendant. You're playing the beta on that. How is that? Yeah. The first descendant is what you get when you mix Destiny with Genshin Impact. Okay, okay. 
So it's a third person shooter version of Destiny. And there's characters in it that you have to unlock. Like it's a gotcha game. Okay. That's annoying. <laughs> but I'm not totally like I'm not totally uh turned off of it so far. Yeah, it's free to play. So there's that. Um, however, I will say the gameplay itself is really, it's not bad at all. I like the shooting aspect of it is pretty, pretty good. You know, I mean, if you're going to copy anything from destiny, the shooting is like the main thing. And it like, it's pretty blatant with his like destiny ripoffs because it even takes, you've never played destiny, right? I played the so. first destiny. Oh, okay. So like Destiny had, you know, they had the enemies that they had like the shields. It was a cabal. Like some of them had shields and you would shoot them like in the middle of the shield and they would like drop their shield and kind of like stun for a bit. Um, this game is so blatant. It takes that exactly. <laughs> like a lot of shit that Destiny oh, does, yeah. this game does like verbatim. Um, you have your like, even the weapon types, you can carry three weapons Though I don't think it, I don't think it limits you that a type of weapons that you can hold. So if you wanted to carry like three heavy weapons, I think you could just do that. Or if you wanted to carry like three snipers, you could do that. Uh, you might be able to do that in Destiny, but I don't remember. All right, all right. And um, oh, it sounds like it's not original, at least not too original in its mechanics. But is it like fun at least? It's no, <laughs> no, yes. And that, yeah, yeah, like I said, like the the shooting is good. So when you're like doing the shooting, it's fun. The problem is, it's uh, if you if you ever played Destiny, if you remember, scattered around the worlds in Destiny, is like you can run up and like take missions from like these like I forget what the fuck they're called, but you can take like random missions when you're out in the war. You know, you know, you're just running around Earth, and there'll be like a flashing thing. You just run up to it and take a mission from it. That is this game entirely is like the most unfun part of destiny is those fucking like little side missions is this game's entirety. So oh, no. you like you, you go down on the map and like the layout is like the same as like a destiny map. You like go down on the map and you can run around freely and it's like different sections. It's all sectioned off. And each section has like, they'll have like three or four or five of those types of missions and you do those and it's all the same fucking shit. And it's the same shit that you did in Destiny too. So it's like, hey, stand inside this circle and defend it while these enemy waves come at you. Or um, pick up this item and take it over to this location so you can blow up the terminal or whatever. Or it's just like the same fucking mindless bullshit, and you but you and you have to do them, because that that is the game, and a lot of times it seems like it's not balanced for single player, because it takes so fucking long to just do one of these, and a lot of them are like, a lot of them are do this while enemies are attacking. It's like it's like they're set up for two players at least. Cause like one player can do the objective while the other player is like killing all the enemies. Um, but 
it's like not balanced for one player because one player has to do both things like defend this and go over here and do this other thing while enemies are fucking with you and yeah it's not fun and then after you do you do like six or seven or eight of those um like a story mission unlocks and then you can do the story mission and the story mission is again the exact same as destiny if you remember in destiny when you're doing like a you do like a story mission which takes place in the normal areas uh you you um you eventually like in destiny you like walk down a path that leads you into like a story area and then once you're in that story area it locks you in it does like hey the darkness is consuming you and then it's like it respawns but then you have respawns um or like you have like a limited amount of like times you can die before you have to like reset uh this game does that it does the i don't know what the fuck i don't know what they call it in this game but it's like the same thing where it's like hey you only have you have limited respawns now it's a story mission uh it's like that it's like that it's it's destiny it's destiny exact it's like a third person shooter destiny okay that's kind of lame um so (laughs) so then okay so then on top of that they have this this gotcha shit so on the screen right now i'm showing some gameplay and i unlocked this character bunny now bunny is i've had, I've had you, they start you out with three a selection of three characters in the beta they start you out with a selection of three characters the first character i selected um if you've ever played a gotcha game you know that the all the characters level individually so my first character was like an ice she was like an ice lady um they all have elements though i didn't see the elemental shit come into play during the during the beta but again if you ever played genshin everyone has an element and sometimes you require certain elements to do certain things in certain locations right so i imagine that that's where this game is going to go but i didn't see that in during the beta but um my first character was i I think i got her to like level 12 or 13 before i got a second character and when you level up when your character levels up in this game their stats increase as well so they'll get more hp they'll get more defense they'll get they'll do more damage whatever whatever um so when i got the second character they come in at level one and the enemies don't (laughs) the enemies Uh, the enemies don't adjust for that so that's that's obnoxious that's obnoxious typically how these games work is that they give you an item that you can use to just level up your give characters experience because they know that you're going to be get, you're going to be getting new characters and they're going to come in at level one and you have to build them you know that's how they monetize the fucking game is you buy the characters then you buy the upgrade materials for those characters and then upgrade materials for your weapons for your armor whatever whatever um the beta is not showing its full power level i feel like because there was no way to buy anything they didn't show any they didn't show any of the cash shop shit this is a nexon game and nexon is fucking notorious for just 
the most shittiest monetization practices. So uh, they didn't show it any any of it in the beta though. So I'm fully because I would, the whole time I was like, hey, I have this character at level two. She's weak as shit. There's got to be an item that I can use to level her up because she's fucking useless. Uh, and there wasn't anything that I had at this point. Maybe there was something that they would give me later, but they literally give you this character. I mean, you don't have to. The, the thing is, you don't have to use them. You know, you could just use your your high level character, but they give you this character and they want, they, you know, they kind of encourage you to switch to them, but they don't give you anything to make them stronger. So that was that was one of the things but they have like they have abilities like it's like i keep saying it's like genshin it's like genshin impacts but mixed with destiny so that is that is the best way to describe this um it's like not like just shooting is good but it's extremely the game is extremely repetitive and that's the bad part is because you have to do all this repetitive bullshit to progress like there is a story it's not very interesting but there is one uh and yeah i guess there's another interesting thing in this game where you get these modules it almost reminds me of warframe where you get modules on your character and your guns have modules and you can slot in upgrades into them and you can level up the upgrades and they'll they'll pretty they'll change pretty heavily um your stats or your abilities or whatever um you can slot in these upgrades and each each module has different um like power usages so like if you put in like a really really good module that thing will like use like 20 power and you might only have like 36 available so you kind of have to like mix and match like, okay, I'm not going to use my most powerful ones because then if I put this one, I'll have better damage and I'll have better whatever. I can put more on, but it'll be less powerful or shit like that. It's, it's, that was one of the cooler systems in this game. And I was like, okay, this could be interesting if, uh, you know, you give it more time to, to flesh itself out. Um, so yeah it's so i think it has potential but with the publisher being who it is yeah i think it's gonna do you think it's gonna reach that potential or i mean yeah nexon makes they make popular they make popular games it's not like they don't know how to make a game because they do my problem is and maybe it's just the beta but it was just extremely repetitive like it was fun to play like the shooting's good. It's it's the gra- it's graphically great. Like it supports all the latest fucking graphics features, DLSS, whatever, whatever. Like it has all that stuff. It's a it's a good looking game. It plays well. It's just the structure, the mission structure, is dog shit. It's super repetitive yeah. and boring to just do these repetitive ass fucking missions over and over again. Um that's that's the only like real issue i had i played for like maybe like six or seven hours there's there's a decent amount of footage of it on the youtube channel so if you want to watch it and check it out for yourself or play it for yourself i I think it's open beta and it's um cross-platform with all the consoles and pc 
So, and you don't have to make any accounts to either. You can just fucking, which is the best part. I I feel like when most games do this cross-platform shit, you have to like make a Capcom account or make a Konami account or do all this yeah. other bullshit. This doesn't do any of that. You can just log right the fuck in. And, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So you can just use like your existing, like your Steam account or whatever, and that just yeah. that works the game. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. I wonder how they make that work because like the whole point of having their account is that that's what all the different systems are unified under. Yeah. So yeah. I wonder how they make it work without that. Or maybe it's just they don't even need to like, or maybe you've never actually needed to have a third party account <laughs> and developers just been like gaslighting us the last like decade. Yeah, just make they they do it to get your foot in the door on their ecosystem. So yeah, <laughs> they can market to you. Yeah, exactly. But I, it's worth checking out because it's not like it's not a terrible game. It's actually pretty. It's pretty good. There's some neat ideas. But once I think the monetization could be bad, and I think the the mission structure is definitely bad. <laughs> so. But it's free yeah. to play. It's free to play, and um, I don't know. You can check it out in beta right now, which is also free. So, yeah, yeah. Now, as the game, the game is gonna be free to play. And the beta was, but the game itself is scheduled to be free to play too. But that's not just the beta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be free. If it's not free, they fucking up. They will fuck up if his game's not free. <laughs> Because, yeah, it's Genshin Impact. Imagine Genshin Impact, but you had to buy it. And the characters and, like, all the... Like, with all the monetization it has, on top of you having to buy the fucking game, I mean, that'd be insane. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad you're having fun with it. I'll check it out when it comes out, or I might just play the beta. It's, like, if it's not going to cost me anything with my time, just give it a shot. Yeah. Now, the last game... Which I, I haven't, I'll be honest, I haven't played in like all week. It's been so busy. I had a chance to sit down and play it. But I got, I got some decent time into it, but not as much as you, obviously. But you got some, yeah. some final thoughts on Starfield. Like, tell us about that. Yeah, I just wanted to, I've, I've solidified my thoughts on Starfield. And it took me a while. It took me a while. Because it is it is a game that you've probably heard it like it gets better the more you play. You know? It's like one of those games. But I think the thing that people don't say is it also gets worse the more you play. <laughs> because yeah, like playing more, you get to see more of the good fun shit that this game does. But you also get to see more of the fucking dog shit. It's like it doesn't it doesn't Okay, so every time I every time I ran into something that was like, oh, holy shit, that's awesome. The other side of that has always been this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> like the payoff, the payoff is always like a fucking like up and then down where it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, I, I can't believe it. This is this. This is awesome. And then when I see the other side of it, I take it to the fucking conclusion, take it all the way. And it just never fucking pays off. And that has been this game over and over and over again. Where, yeah, you play long enough, you get to see, oh, yeah, this is pretty good. This is pretty fun. This is pretty cool. And then you keep playing it long enough to see the other side of that cool shit. 
the other side of it is fucking dog shit. It's dog shit. This is a bad game. It's yeah, a bad game. I know exactly what you mean. Like the game is the game does so much cool stuff. It does a lot of stuff really well. It handles that exploration, this large world. I think very well, but there's so many stupid little eccentricities in the game that are just annoying. Like there are so many yeah. load screens in it. For example, the the menu is dog shit to to navigate. And like we were talking about last week, the little things that like Bethesda has perfected in their last games are still a fucking annoying issue in this game. Yeah. Like I got into crafting and stuff. Like I'm putting so much time into like crafting, for example, because I want to like start upgrading my guns. But it takes so fucking long to like get into that and get the skinny yeah. uh, experience to get into it. And then when you do get into it, it's like a very subpar system because it doesn't save the mods you already have. So you can't take a mod off a weapon and put on another one. Yeah. It's just really annoying. It just does so much even... annoying stupid <clears throat> shit. Like I'm not even talking about like the I'm not even talking about specific shit. It's more of like it's not, it's just everything combined. It's yeah. so annoying. It's that's one thing in like or I'm, I'm more talking about like the quests and characters just like the overall the overall experience like like i think it was like a week, like last week or a week two ago i i said um like the companions are fucking shitty and i yeah. found i found like a, a neon i found a chick who was like an ex like gang member or whatever and i was like i found out you can actually have them as followers i found out you can have them what i had to do i had to put her on my ship and then i can talk to her and then say hey follow me and then she was a follower and then you talk to her you get her backstory and she's like yeah you know i really want to fucking i really my dream is to is to go to earth's moon i really want to check out earth's moon and i was like bet all right bet i'll remember that for when i'm in that region again we'll take you there and yeah. then, and then fucking i took her over there and zero zero reaction zero reaction i'm like dude your <laughs> your whole your thing you told me is you fucking your dream the place you want to go to the most ever is earth's moon i take you there you have nothing to say about it nothing to say and i was so i was just so i was like dude fuck this game man it was like so that and that's what i'm talking about like it's cool that the character existed and i was like excited to actually start showing her around because she'd never left neon so i was like oh she's gonna have so much to say about if i have her traveling with me she's gonna have so much to say about all the stuff that she's gonna be seeing she's never left neon and i take her everywhere anywhere and another one was like new atlantis she was like i, I really want to see new atlantis I really want to see Earth's moon. You take her there and she has nothing to say. Not a single fucking thing. <laughs> I was like, this is bull fucking shit, man. And it's like that. It's like shit like that over and over where I get excited about what can possibly happen. And then what actually happens is not a fucking thing. Not a thing. And like all yeah. of the, all of the, all of the quest lines are like that. Like all of the quests are like, are fucking like that. Where it's like, Oh holy shit! I can't wait to see this to to the end because this is great. And then you see it to the end, and it just fucking falls so flat. It just falls so flat. 
and it's so deflating and i'm like this is this is bullshit this is the worst game ever and th- that's what i mean like it does and it's not one thing it's like all these little things together that make the game fall flat like overall i think it's a decent game like it's it's got the scope that i haven't seen any other games before and it lets you do so much stuff like the, the 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 stronghold building is like a whole other thing that like I looked into. You can get like crazy with it. You can generate income from it, like a lot of income from it. And that's something I haven't even like scratched the surface of in this game. But it does so many uh, annoying little things that it keeps it holds the game back from being something like really incredible. Like yeah it's it's really obnoxious like i see what you meant that it's hard to recommend because it does so it it gets so many fundamental things just wrong that you sit here and you think like why the fuck am i playing this game and then the cool shit happens and you're like that's this is why i'm playing the game but a lot of times that cool shit isn't going to be enough to like you know, convince people to to forgive some of the the more glaring, obvious issues. Yeah. On like a technical level, like, I don't want to pivot off of it, but I I started up Cyberpunk again because of the new update. Like, CD Projekt Red recommended, like, hey, if you're going to start the new up, if you're going to start the game up, it's got a whole new progression system. Do yourself a favor, start the game over. And the first, like, hour of Cyberpunk does such a better job, like, setting up the world, establishing characters, than what Starfield does. Starfield takes for a fucking ever to get going. Yeah, I I loaded up Cyberpunk, too, and, man, that, the opening is just so much, it's just so much, it's just, like, dripping in everything that Starfield is not. Yeah. Uh, in terms like I started, of exactly like it, it does such a good job building the world up and setting the stage for what to expect in the world of cyberpunk and starfield does none of that yeah like there's a lot of things it could have done to like get you excited for it and it's really it's a huge bummer going back to it i almost have to like convince myself to play it because i know like what's ahead there and I do have fun with it once the ball gets rolling, but it's there's so many little annoying things to deal with with it. It's 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 hard to recommend. I can see why it's it's one of the best seven out of tens I've ever played. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, like... it's, it's it's so weird. Like I argue it's like a six, seven out of ten. Like I'm being nice saying seven. It's probably closer to six or a five. But it's god damn it, it's one of the best like six, five out five, six out of tens I've ever played. Like it does, it does the, the cool shit is so good. But the stuff that holds it back fucking holds it back, dude. Like my god. Even the performance stuff is so obnoxious. The game is not graphically like very demanding. Like again, I started up Cyberpunk and I see like how good this game looks, how fluid it is. Oh, how yeah. smooth it runs. The Starfield can't handle that. Yeah, I finally, Star- I was finally yeah. able to load up Cyberpunk and max everything out on my new PC. And good God, man, good fucking God, that's yeah, a good dude. looking game. Yeah, dude. And Starfield isn't even 
Starfield can't handle that. Like, and again, you you forgive it because of like the scope of the game. Yeah. The game has very big. It's a very big game, and it has a lot of scope. Like, I cannot stress enough how fucking huge this game is. And it's something you do have to like forgive a little bit, and you have to look over some of the more glaring issues to really get the most out of it. And I don't know if a lot of people can do that, honestly. It just seems like Starfield is like one of those games that was just made in a vacuum. You know what I mean? Where they just blocked out the rest of the world while they were making this game. Yeah. And just didn't even, and, and blocked out all their previous games too and just completely forgot everything that existed or ever existed while they were making this game in isolation and you open it up and you're like holy shit look at what this existed and this existed (laughs) like it's like like in in a vacuum where they didn't see what video games were like in the past six years um because yeah, there's just exactly. there's a lot of there's a lot of design choices that just don't make a lot of sense uh like that i i don't know how they qa'd the this game where like because obviously if someone play if someone played a lot of shit that is in this game they'd be like no there's no way we can keep this there's no way we can keep this like this right uh yeah so I don't know. It's uh there's like parts there's like a stealth mission that you got to do when you do the Ryujin quest line. Uh it all leads up to this big stealth fucking like Splinter Cell type mission. And after you realize that the stealth is fucking busted. <laughs> yep. Um the time- first stealth tutorial in Cyberpunk is better than the entirety of the stealth in Starfield. <laughs> yeah yeah yes i agree well because you can't there's no like takedowns in in, uh starfield there's like no there's no real stealth unless you're like using a gun or like a weapon because you can't like take down a guy like there's no silent takedowns or you can't like you can kind of move bodies but not really yeah, the, game, the game tries to have it it's like is there stuff in the skill tree it's like oh you could do extra damage if you're you kind of have to take advantage of some of the stuff that's offered so like you could you can get a weapon that's like oh it does more damage when the enemy's at full health and you you have to get the uh upgrades that are like oh do more damage if like a silencer Dude, i spent i spent yeah. the entire game trying to get the shit i needed to build a silencer on any of my guns and fucking i finished the game still don't have <laughs> i still don't have any of the shit i need to make a silencer you have uh, to dedicate a lot of time to it it's and it's because so much of the stuff is locked behind the skill trees which i get it like you know the game wants you to like interact with the game unlock the shit right you know play the game unlock the shit yeah but then on top of like, that it's like yeah. you need the skill you need the skills to do it but then you also need the fucking resources and yeah and you never so, get the resources and it's obnoxious especially with like i don't want to bring up cyberpunk again they're different games but with the newest update a lot of the stupid shit that was lo- locked behind skill trees the game just gives you now so like crafting 
you can craft everything from the beginning. You don't have to worry about like, oh, I need enough points in tech to like upgrade legendary gear. You can just do that. It takes more resources now, and the resources are hard to find, but you can just do it. I'm not wasting time or level ups to unlock the ability to craft stuff. Like, yeah. And in Starfield, that, that's, dude, if you want to craft a specific muzzle, you have to upgrade your research skill so you can get to it. You have to pump the resources into the research to unlock the blueprint for it. Yeah. You have to, you have to upgrade the, the, um, the actual, like, firearm crafting to make it. And you have the resources to actually produce the fucking thing. There's there's so many barriers yeah. in front of you to make a fucking muzzle. Yeah. And it's it just seems so archaic and time wasting. And it's just there because oh, it's a video game. Video games do that when it doesn't have to to do it. It just see it's really dumb. And but again, the cool shit so cool. The the world the worlds are so big and expansive and the fucking cities and towns that are actually handcrafted are brimming with so much detail and life. I just got to um what the fuck is that planet that that Co is from, that Sam Co's from? Aquila. Aquila. And it's so different from fucking um New Atlantis. Cause it's got this like rugged, like wild west, like space western look to it. And I fucking went all in, dude. I fucking joined the Rangers. I got myself a hat and I got a suit. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck yeah, howdy y'all. Like I'm into this, man. I'm into this. And it's so different from like New Atlantis, which is like this really clean, like huge cityscape. It's it's there's there's so much detail in this shit. And it's just so obnoxious that you have to deal with so much stupid little bullshit to get to the cool stuff. And again, it's the cool stuff doesn't always like justify a lot of the dumb eccentricities of the game. So I, I know I knew exactly what you meant after dumping, ironically putting more hours into it. <laughs> I knew what you meant when you said it's hard to recommend the game. Like you can't recommend this game in good conscience because yeah, yeah you're right. Like, even though I like it, I know that yeah. I'm probably, I'm an exception, you know? Yeah. Like, I like it despite how bad it is, because it is yeah. bad. <laughs> exactly. And that's, that's hard to sell. That is very hard to sell. And you have to, like, and I, I played games with some jank before. Like, the original Dragon's Dogma had some fucking jank and baggage with it, and I still recommended that. But this is just... There's so many like obvious little things that are like, were they even trying with this? Like, come yeah. on. Um, yeah, all in all, like it's still fun. Like I, I still liked it. I still like that I'm playing with it, but it is very hard to, to look past some of the more glaring stuff. Yeah, and they did come out. I think they put up a post on Reddit, like officially saying that, hey, we're we're wa we're watching this subreddit. We're seeing things that everyone's requesting for the game and here's here's a here's what's going to be in the first patch or here's what we're going to be we're going to be working on first and they mentioned like fov sliders <laughs> and a brightness slider 
like you know basic shit like that but then also like they said like improvement like dlss and more improvements to some of the most heavily requested stuff so they're gonna be working on it and i i want to see where this game ends up i don't think they're gonna fix a lot of the core 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 issues like you know some of like the quests and shit just is that, that that was when i that was like the the biggest thing for me is when i finally turned it off i was like none of these quests are as interesting as they seem up front once you finish once you get through it you're like man that was that was didn't pay off at all so yeah. i don't think they'll be able to fix that but um some of the more mechanical shit i think they can fine tune a little so and and there's mods i already downloaded a bunch of fucking mods to kind of yeah fix a lot of shit so there's always that too so and that that's that's something to look forward to is the mod scene is working very hard to help, help this game reach its actual potential and hopefully like we do get something cool out of it because it is a cool game like there's some cool stuff here And I liked what I'm playing through. It's just, there's, like we said, there's so many, like, little annoying things to get through that. Yeah. It makes it hard to justify sometimes. But we'll see, man. Like, we'll see. Like, hopefully they get some improvements here to make the game, to really give this game the potential, to, to show through the potential that I know this game has. Like. Yeah. But we'll um... see what happens, man. Also, uh, I tried to go back to Diablo, and oh, yeah. it's fu- it's fu- I still it's still unplayable for me, man. The, the lag, the rubber banding, the lag is just. I thought I thought because people were hopping off now, it's like the, the player count is very low. So I was like, okay, there's no one playing this game anymore. Let me get in there and and I can finally maybe not have a lag free experience. Nope. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is up with those servers, man. I cannot play that game. I cannot play it. So, there's that. Uh, but you played you played a little skate for the first time. Yes, that... I did. Okay. Um, it's on Game Pass, so I decided to give it a shot. Just for shits and giggles, like because I've been jumping back and forth between Red Dead and uh, Starfield, and I still like Red Dead, but I have this problem where like. I put so much time into like one or two games that like I burn myself out of them if I keep doing it. So I played some skate, something different on the other side of the spectrum to kind of, you know, um, to, to kind of cleanse my palate a little bit, you know. And goddamn, dude, I get it. The game's fun as fuck. Like, yeah. it's a much more realistic take on skating, which people are like, oh, why do you play games if you are something realistic? Hear me out. So, as someone who likes Tony Hawk, okay, I do love the Tony Hawk games. What's cool with this game is the fact that all your tricks and stuff are handled on the stick. So, to Ollie and Tony Hawk, right, you got to hold the primary button, usually the A button if it's on an Xbox, right? That'll help you speed up, and then when you let go, you Ollie, you jump. In this game, you have to press, manually press the A button to move your right foot to get speed, 
and the X or the X button to move your left foot to get speed. And to Ollie, you gotta hold down the stick and flick it up. And depending on how hard you flick or which direction you flick will change the trick you do when you Ollie. And little things like that, the game is more engaged with every trick you do is a hundred percent intentional that you see the appeal there, like in the the fun in it. Like <clears throat> I can't describe it, but when I was in school and I would see the skater kids, you know, they would hang out in one corner of the of the the you know the courtyard or something during lunch lunch or after school. You'd see them hang out in a corner and they would like jump over the same thing or take turns doing the same going over like the same thing and doing one trick to pull it off. Like you see that fun here in this game. Yeah. Because so much of it is controlled by that. Like if I want to do an Ollie, for example, like I said, flick down, hold down on the right stick, flick up. If I flick to the right a little bit, it's a kick flip. If I flick to the left a little bit, it's a kick flip in the other direction. And while I'm in the air, I can use a left stick to like turn myself. If I hold the right trigger, I can do add a little grab to it. Like all these little things are like have to work them together. And if I do it right, I can pull off a nice trick. And it's that. It's setting up. It's setting up. Let's see, seeing a good spot. Like, oh, I could do like a nice jump here. There's a nice little 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 ramp here. I can do some 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 jumps off. I can get some cool shit off. And yeah. it's that. It's doing this to pull off that trick over and over and over again. And the and game encourages. It, like, yes. It lets you put down like a little respawn point. Yes. So you can like, so you can keep trying it over and over until you get it. Yep. yep and when you yep, finally yep. get it, you're like, hell yeah, I finally got it. And there's no fanfare either. It's just like you feeling good that you finally did the thing that you were trying yeah, to do. <laughs> exactly. Like I did, Um, I was experimenting with it a little bit and I was like, oh, if I hold the right trigger, I can grab with my right hand to the board. If I hold my left trigger, I can do it with the left. If I hold both of them, I can hold both hands on the board. Yeah. And I was like, can I flip? up and down to go like to do a backflip or a front flip you can <laughs> and i played my first like skate competition in the game because i can play the story mode right now and i played my first skate competition and the first like the first like uh little challenge of the competition is like it's a trick contest so the game gives like a minute and you and three other guys are trying to pull off the best trick you can just one trick you know where Tony Hawk would be like, oh, the biggest combo you can get. But with this, it's like, no, that's not realistic. It's the best trick, you know? Yeah. You can pull off the, the, the one cool trick gets on to the next round. And the game has some gimmicks to it. Like, you guys are all doing it at the same time. We're not taking turns. Like, okay, let's see your trick. Let's see your trick. No, it's like, you guys got a minute. Here's the spot you got to do the trick over. It doesn't count if you don't do it on here. Fucking go. So, like, there's some craziness there because you're, like, you're going off the ramp and another dude's trying to do the same thing, so you're fucking bumping into each other. Uh, maybe you pull off a cool trick and you want to, like, stop the other guys from, like, trying to get a trick off so that they don't beat you. But what I did is, because I learned I can do a front and back flip, I was like, I'm just going to try to nail that and get a fuck ton of points from it. And I did. It took me, like, the entire minute of, like, going back and forth and doing it because I've been able to do it, like, you know in a private setting, you know, practicing on my own. But now that's like, oh, 60 seconds, pull it off. Now the pressure's on, you know, it's a little bit trickier to do yeah. it there. 
and it was so exhilarating when i got it off i was like yes i did it i did a backflip and it was worth all these points nobody came close to it and that got me off in the next round and i was like that's when it like clicked i was like i get it now i get why this game is so cool and i i, I kind of had a feeling i would like it because because of the way the game works to to really get you in the mind of like what it's like to be a skater like it's that realism that makes it so much fun like i'm sure if you put me under like if we did a cat scan on me playing skate and a skater like pulling off tricks i think a lot of the same synapses would go off you know what i mean like because yeah. it makes you think a lot of the same ways like when you look at stuff and you see how stuff is lined up how stuff looks and you start seeing like what can i do off of that you know i can grind here but i can jump off the drop off of it there like you start stuff this stuff starts to line up a little bit better and you start to to look at the world as a skate park it's really cool and you're not just like going through the world at unrealistic speeds you're not gaining more momentum grinding on a rail like it takes momentum to grind on a rail like you're not gonna jump off the rail, grind horizontally, and then expect to keep up that speed for a very long time. Yeah. And it's stuff like that you gotta think about, like, and that can be a trick, like doing a kickflip onto the rail, grinding as much as it lets you, and then kickflipping off of that, maybe get a little, put a little spin on it. Like that's that's more exhilarating than like chain together this long ass combo for like a minute in tony hawk like that's that that's a lot more exhilarating rewarding i want to compare it to like it's a it's a weak comparison but for a lot but as someone who doesn't skate but someone who does play guitar it's like nailing a tricky song guitar hero versus like actually learning that solo the, just one song not the whole song but like one tricky solo finally getting a tricky solo off on a real guitar like that's what it feels like it's just so it's it's more work but it's more rewarding and i'll argue because the the mechanics of skate lets you kind of put your own stuff together there's a lot more expression in it you know it's not just hitting a button and pulling off a cool trick and then seeing how you link it together now it's like make this trick your own the direction you want to spin in how much you want to spin for even the type of click flip you do is all on you and how you can pull it off, like the dexterity to pull it off. And that's, it's so good. It's so exhilarating. Um, I'm gonna play through the first game and try to finish that. Everyone tells me the sequels are way better and they just improve on everything the first game did. Yeah. And I cannot fucking wait to try those out. Cause I know once I play the sequels, I'm not gonna go back to the first one. So I wanna yeah. get my fill on the first one as much as I can. So I can really appreciate like the improvements in the sequels. Not even just not even just skate, man. I mean, this whole this whole era of EA. People forget that EA used to make good games. Yeah. And it, it was like this. It was Burnout Paradise. It was SSX. I played SSX too. That's good as fuck too. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, you know, Burnout Paradise was my favorite of this era, but. I mean, they had they had so many just awesome fucking games in this era, man. And it's really a bummer that 
we're not we're not seeing these anymore yeah it's a huge bummer and you know we heard i think they announced right there's going to be a new um skate game coming out pretty soon like oh yeah there's a there's a i was i was there's a they're doing a thing i was i forgot to they sent me an email Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I played it. Cool. I played I played the they had a little like play session like last year, I think. I played it. Um it was a little rough around the edges, but it was you could see the foundation was there. So I'm excited now. I'm gonna play through all the skate games. They're all on Game Pass on Xbox. So I'm like, fuck it, let's give it a shot. And yeah. I'm glad I did. I'm gonna I'm probably gonna be playing that a lot more because I was having a lot of fun with it. And the game, like, it fucking sucks up your time, dude. Like, it's, again, like, it's back to that, like, you know, seeing a cool spot and, like, I wonder if I can pull off a cool trick here. And then just trying that over again, nailing it. And then once you pull it off, it's like, okay, let's see if I can do it consistently. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, I wasted, like, a good chunk of my day just doing that. Like, like I said, I see the appeal. Like, I never skated before in my life. But growing up, you know, I, I knew a lot of skaters. I mingled a lot of different groups growing up back in the day. And I see the appeal now. I could see where that, and, you know, put some multiplayer in that, you know, get some get some homies around and just, like, you know, take turns pulling stuff off. Like, I could see the fun in that. Like, yeah. if I wasn't old, I would actually try to get into skating now for real. But I'm too goddamn old to do that. I fucking hurt myself. But I can play in a video game, and this game does... A good job, like helping me get it, and, and have fun. You gotta, you gotta check out Burnout Paradise, man. It's yeah. I mean, you say you say you don't like car games. It is not a, it's not a racing game. It is a, it's a third person shooter where the cars are the weapons, basically. It's like that. It's like an adventure game, but the car is your character. Like imagine, okay. imagine just like, I mean, it's not like this deep, but like Breath of the Wild, except. Instead, instead of controlling Link, you control a car, and you kill other cars. I'm into it. <laughs> I'm into it. Fuck it. Like I, I would have tried it out already if I was on Game Pass. Like, I think it is on Game. Well, the remaster is on PC Game Pass. Is it? Yeah. Well, through EA, through EA Play. Fuck it. I'll check it out. But I think the Xbox version's on there too. I think should be. I didn't see it when I was looking it up. Oh no, it was Need for Speed I was looking up because my wife like my wife liked some of the uh, older Need for Speed games, so she asked me oh. to see if they were on Game Pass, and I didn't find it. I didn't even look for Burnout. I'll try it. Need for Speed, Need for Speed too, Need for Speed, Hot Pursuit, because those guys started making the Need for Speed games, well at least like Criterion, old Criterion, but yeah, even the Need for Speed ones, like the new, like the Hot Pursuit, is great. There is a specific one she wanted me to look up. I can't remember what it was. <clears throat> is it Underground? Is that what it's called? Or are we making that up? Underground is the one everyone likes. Underground 2 is the one. It's like the classic one that everyone is likes. Super Ultra Pimp in the chat says Burnout Paradise is hella hype. Also, I think that's the one she wanted me to look up was uh, Need for Speed Underground 2. Yeah, I don't I know. I don't it. think that's on there. Yeah, it definitely was not. That's just old as fuck. That's a PS2 game. So, yeah. Or Xbox, original Xbox. I think she was kind of hoping it would be on there. Because like, there's a lot of like older games on Game Pass. Or at least like a way to purchase it. But I, I didn't even see that. Yeah. So. 
that's a bummer. But I mean, if you can find the original, if you find it on disc, you can do that. I'll see. Probably be pretty expensive because those games are very, very yeah, beloved. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a shot. Like, I'll see if I can find it because that's a game she wanted to play. Like, it'll be a fun game. We can play together. You can show me some shit, and I can give it a shot. But yeah, that was me. I was playing skate. Can't wait to play the other skate games. I'm also playing Cyberpunk again. I just booted it up the other day with the new update. And I got to say, it's it's pretty cool, man. Like, like I was mentioning earlier, it was really neat seeing the game again and how well the game crafts its world here of Night City. The new stuff in the skill tree is really cool, too. Like, Yeah, they went like oblivion with it, right? It's like you do things and like you get um it'd be like it'd be like hey if you like dismantle a gun your craftsman levels up so it's just there's naturally different, there's different things so you still have the same thing where there you have your your core attributes body reflex technical ability cool intelligence and your there's skill trees in each of those and yeah. you have a certain level of one of those to hit the cool stuff in the skill tree but the game kind of had this previously, but didn't put that much work into it. Now you actually have progressions on specific skills, and those unlock certain uh, improvements. So, like, there's a shinobi skill, which is like killing people with swords, dashing around the area. Uh, when you level that up, you can get things like increase the movement speed, uh, lower um, cost of stamina from dodging and dashing. Um, the speaker stamina, they completely tweaked the stamina system. Like, they totally changed how that works. So, it used to be anything you did cost stamina, right? Like dashing, vaulting, all that cost stamina. Um, attacking with your melee weapons, all that cost stamina. Now, it's just the attacking. So it's the sword slashes, it's the heavy attacks. Even shooting your gun takes up stamina. And if you use too much stamina, it doesn't stop you from attacking. It slows down how fast you hit, it fucks up your accuracy. And the skill trees have bonuses. So like you could lower how much stamina you use up. And I saw some skills in the skill tree, if your stamina is over a certain threshold, you can do extra damage or you can keep it over that certain threshold. Or you can unlock cool stuff that's over that threshold. So there, there's some cool stuff here to help it work in a more unified way. Um, there's a lot of stuff I want to talk about that is kind of hard to go over if you haven't played the original in a long time. Do you remember a lot about Vanilla Cyberpunk? No, I, I played that shit like the day it came out and then okay. hadn't touched it. Yeah. So there's one skill I want to go over that they completely got rid of, and I, some people are pissed off about it, but I think it's for the best. It's uh, cold-blooded. So in the cool tree, you can unlock this ability called cold-blooded, where every time you killed somebody, you built up stacks of cold blood, and you, in that tree, you can unlock, you, you can pick what stacks of cold blood can do. You can put points to that. So it could be things like, oh, it heals, if, you, if you're over X amount of stacks, um, and you take damage, consume X amount of stacks to like restore health. Or increase movement speed by a certain percentage for each stack of cold blood you have. Little things like that. The problem is that it didn't specify 
whether it was with melee weapons or long-range weapons or killing people with uh, hacks. So it was almost beneficial whatever build you ran to invest in Cold Blood. But the problem is the game... The game is... How can I word it? The game has a level cap. So to dedicate all these points to Cold Blood is severely going to limit how much you could actually put points in everything that isn't that. Like, you'll maybe be able to focus on one other thing than that. So if you want to do, like, hacking, you got to do hacking, cold blood, and you'll maybe have a couple points left over to invest in a couple things, but not max something else out. Which is really annoying, because if you get, like, heavy, if you get a really cool like legendary weapon you can't upgrade it without points in crafting which you're almost de-incentivized to put points into because you want to put points in cold blood you know what i mean right so like you want to put points in cold blood the main weapons you're doing damage with and you'll maybe have left over to do some of something else but never never to max out something else you have to max out the cool tree the tree for whatever weapon you want and you don't have enough points to max something else. That was, like, considered the uh, optimal way to play, at least from what I've been playing. They got rid of Cold Blood. That's not a thing anymore. The Cool Tree's still there, and that still gives you perks to things like Stealth Kills, um, um, Stealth Kills, uh, Stealth in general, Sneaking Around, but Cold Blood is no longer a thing. And to make up for that, each individual skill tree now has cooler skills in it to kind of make up for that. So now you could become a badass like ninja warrior and do a ton of damage with your blades by just putting points in blades. You don't have to sacrifice, you don't have to sacrifice your points to another skill tree to really become this badass like warrior now. So that's cool. That's something I like. A lot of people bitch about it, but that's something I kind of like now because now I have those those those, free, those points are now free to invest in more things. And so what I've been seeing here, like crafting, is no longer a thing you have to upgrade. I mean, sure you could upgrade it. I'm seeing stuff in the skill tree here, so it takes less resources to upgrade some stuff. But you don't have to like all crafting needs to be at a certain level to upgrade master equipment. Like, that's gone. You can just do it. If you have the resources, you can do it. So that's cool, because I don't have to worry about putting points into that uh, when I want to put points into something else. Like, I'm already seeing the potential here. There's some cool stuff here I can see. And there's some stuff here I didn't even consider either. Like, because in the last game, I didn't put points in the body, really, because it was mostly, like, heavy weapons and blunt weapons. But now, looking at the perks in that tree, I'm like, there's some cool stuff in here. Like, there's a shotgun tree that increases damage. Like, after you dismember an enemy, you get a bonus to reload speed and damage. You get more armor if you're surrounded by enemies. Um, there's one skill after you max out shotguns that you get a 100% damage boost to melee attacks after you shoot an enemy. And you get a hundred percent bonus to shotgun shots after you, after you hit an enemy with a melee attack. <laughs> like little things like that are just there's there's actual points in the 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 weapons and skills you want to use, so you don't have to dump them into cold blood all the time. 
and I'm 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 into it, dude. I'm into it. Um, they changed the cyber, the uh, the the cyberware stuff. So now there's like a threshold you can't go over. But in return, the cyberware stuff is now more impactful, and there's more perks to it than just like, oh, you can double jump now. <laughs> and a lot of the really cool traversal skills, like air dashing, is now in the reflex tree. So there's 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 there's, there's a lot of changes here to, that I think make the game overall more balanced and give you more options to play without having to be pigeonholed into investing in one specific thing because you want to do because you want to upgrade your equipment or you want to have viable dps and yeah there, there's a lot to go over here that i haven't even touched on but i can see the potential here if you if you played cyberpunk even if you played the shit out of it just just start up a new campaign with this new skill tree or this, the, how the skill tree works. You'll, you'll have fun with it. Or if you played Cyberpunk and you were kind of into it, but you weren't super into it, give another shot because the skill tree might be what convinces you to get back into the game. But I like it. I like it a lot. I'm playing it right now, dude. That's it's still cool. It's still a fun game. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> all right. But yeah, that's it. Moving on to the news now. Nintendo had a Nintendo Direct back in uh, September 14th, and they announced a lot of stuff. Uh, starting off with Splatoon 3, it's getting a new expansion pass called Side Order. It's a new DLC. It looks kind of like a, a single-player roguelike mode. We're going through this, like, tower. I'm not gonna lie, it looked pretty cool. <laughs> it looks cool, man. I'm... I'm... I... This whole direct made me want to buy another Switch, knowing that they've got some something new coming soon. Yeah. And I'm like, I just want a new Switch. <laughs> I want a new Switch too. And you know, there's been rumors like Switch 2 being worked on. Yeah. And if that 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 happens, I'm gonna pick one up for sure. But rumors are true. That's supposed to be this like this more powerful system that's on par with like what we got now, you know, with the current generation of consoles. Yeah, well, they're, they're saying it's it. more. They're saying it's more PS4, Xbox One, type shit. Even then, that's like that's fine. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that, um, that 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 console is already like starting to show its age. Like, there's some incredible games for it, but these games could be better with better hardware. I will still argue Tears of the Kingdom, even though it's a great game, the 30 FPS doesn't kill it for me. You you can't argue the game won't be better with it. Like, come on. Like, if yeah. anyone who is like, Tears of the Kingdom is perfect the way it is, no. If it, it would objectively be better if it could run at 60 FPS. Come on. Like, and if a new system will to do that, I'm all for it. Like, bring that shit on, dude. I'm here for it. Um, but yeah, they show off some cool stuff. Splatoon, the new Splatoon DLC looked good. Uh, Marvel vs. Donkey Kong is back, so that's cool. <laughs> this looks great. Yeah, it does look great. If you, if you ever played the GBA Marvel vs. Donkey Kong, those games are fun as fuck. Or that game was fun as hell, and this is a remake of that, so cool. Uh, Prince of Persia Lost Crown got announced for uh, Switch, which, great Switch game. Like, any Metroidvania, I think would be a great Switch game. 
Horizon Chase 2 looks really good. Super Crazy Rhythm Castle. I, I, I'm still not sure what this is. It's like a action-adventure rhythm party game? Like... I have no idea. Question it's, mark? It's a Konami joint. So it's got a bunch of, like, Konami music in it, too. And... It looks fucking awesome. <laughs> it does look awesome. I'm not even a huge like. I'm not even a huge like. Um, I'm not even like a huge um, rhythm game fan, and I, I thought this looked cool. Like I'm into it. Like everything that this directs so far has been pretty cool to look at. Um, yeah. Uh, Spy Exanya. Operation Memories, the Spy. If you guys have never seen Spy X Family, it's pretty dope. This is a this is a game directly based off of that. Looks cool. Looks cool. Okay, we don't have to talk about everything here. All right, cool. Because <laughs> I want to get the stuff I really want to talk about. The Super Mario RPG looks awesome, but let's talk about Princess Peach Showtime really quick. Yep. This looks fucking cool, dude. <laughs> I, I liked what I was seeing here. And those of you don't know, we did get a Princess Peach game, a solo Princess Peach game on the DS. I really liked that game. Ago. I never played it, but I heard it was good. It was great. Kind of ironic or kind of funny that the first female character, the first time Princess Peach, a female character, becomes playable in a Mario game and her powers is like emotions, like being emotional, but whatever. Um, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, she had like a cry power. Yeah. Yeah, her whole power set was like being emotional, which is yeah a little fucked up if you think about it for more than like a minute, but let's ignore that for a second because we got this cool game here for Speed Showtime coming out. This looks really cool. Um, you could transform in these different costumes to like match the set that she's in, and I'm still trying to figure out what this is like a 3D platformer, like beat 'em up, maybe kind of. Not really. I think it's a little bit of everything because the her outfit changes, but the gameplay of the whole thing changes along with the outfit. Yeah. So yeah, it's like one of the first outfits they show off is this like this like the sword fighter thing, which is like really cool to see. She's like parrying and like juking people and like, and it, there's some cool stuff here. Like I like that I was looking at here and it's got this like kind of this, uh, this fixed camera 3D, like a Super Mario 3D world kind of had, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which I, I was into. And they show off all like a ton of stuff. Like there's a there's a like a detective outfit. The game turns into like like a like almost like detective like style game. And then she puts on this like chef outfit. It turns into like like a cake decorating game. Like there's a lot. I don't know how much this stuff affects the gameplay, but it looks like a lot. It almost changes the genre of the game you're playing. Yeah. From like area to area and costume to costume. Which I'm into. Like, this looks fun. Like, it looks like a fun game. Like, it's crazy, man. Cause after watching this Nintendo Direct, I'm more likely to buy a Switch than I am a PS5 or Series X. 
I'm, I'm more likely to buy a second Switch than I am my first PS5 or my first Xbox, which is insane yeah, dude, to me. Like, yeah, I, I'm, dude, completely, like, I'm completely uninterested in anything these fucking consoles are doing except Nintendo, who's just killing it. And I want to buy a second Switch because of it. Yeah, Nintendo's always have like really cool shit and this 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 direct just showed off like hey we make fun ass games like we make fun games that are fun to play you know they're not the most graphically intense thing but it's an experience you're gonna remember because you're gonna have fun playing it and yeah and like, I that's miss all some that matters games that. yeah i miss some games are just that games are just fun you know they don't have to be movies they don't have to be this like this huge like feat in graphical prowess you know games can just be fun and this Nintendo's the king of that. I'll argue Nintendo's the king of fun. Like, uh, we got some other stuff announced too. Um, the Tomb Raider remasters looked really cool. I never thought we would see those coming out. Yeah. But, like, I thought, excuse me, I thought Square Enix put all their money into, like, oh, here's new Tomb Raider, here's new Laura Croft. Yeah. Well, I never it's thought not they would acknowledge all those games. Oh, right, 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 right. They sold off all that shit. Um, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay, so right. that's not that's cool then. These so, look pretty we'll good. Just, I there's a there's yeah. a good series on YouTube where this guy programming um, turning Lara Croft into an AI with yeah. her own personality and shit. So she she had like he gave her a voice so she can like comment on things and she like solves all the levels in the game on her own without any assistance and it's really fucking cool it is probably That's the coolest cool. thing i've ever seen with ai so far um so she like she comments on the puzzles in the game as she she's like playing she, through it she comments she is herself she acts like she is not a character or or she acts like she is Lara croft actually exploring the locations in the game so but then she like gets like self-aware and is like huh i have infinite ammo like she learns that she has infinite ammo and then starts playing the game knowing that she has infinite ammo it's like the most crazy and then she comments on it like gives her a voice and allows her to comment on the things she's seeing so she's actually exploring she looks at the architecture and goes oh this is 15th century aztec or some shit like that like she'll actually comment on shit like as if she's an archaeologist and it's it's really fucking cool that's really cool it's really cool so if you have not if you have not seen that shit i think she's on like level five now in the first game and um sometimes she gets stuck and she's like i don't know what to do and she like backtracks and it's just really fucking cool um poobin really cool. in the chat says you mean microsoft's gaming division nintendo is fun is I think we'll that'll come up a little later. Microsoft yeah. was trying to buy Nintendo at some point. Yeah, I'm just on try. Like, <laughs> uh, if you guys remember, EA tried to buy Valve back in the day, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> just saying, like, we'll talk about that later. But yeah. Uh, yeah, Tomb Raider, the new Tomb Raider looked cool. The Tomb Raider Remasters 1 through 3 looked cool. Um, don't care about the Fit Pikachu. Trombone Champ looks fun. Like, I, I've, I've always wanted to try it. 
Yeah, it's cool that they integrated it with the Joy-Cons and shit. Yeah. And then just like, there's a lot of cool stuff on here, but there's there's a lot to go past too. War Tales looks cool, but Contra Operation Galuga. Yes. I never thought we would see a remake of Contra made by Way Forward of all people. Yes. I'm into it, dude. I'm into it. I've been wanting a place that scratches that Contra itch. I, 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 I own Contra 4 on my DS, so I was playing through that recently. Still fun. Um, Hardcore Uprising is still on the uh, Xbox Series X um, eShop, or the, the Xbox uh, Microsoft Store, with backwards compatibility, so I want to buy that and play over it again, because Hardcore Uprising is fucking dope. Yeah. But uh, this is cool too. This one's uh it's four players too. Yes. Which I've never seen a contra game before. That's gonna be insane. Yeah. <laughs> like Jesus. So this is all it's gonna be on PC as well. And that's yeah. where I will be playing it. So I don't know where I'll be playing it. Most likely Switch, but well we'll see. If the performance is better on PC, I might pick up on that. Why imagine buying a game on Switch that you can play on any other platform? I don't get a lot of time on my PC, dude. Like, <laughs> I have a kid. I, I can't just like sit in my computer room while my kid's in like another room. True. Um, okay. I get I get time to play on PC when my kid's sleeping or these dedicated times for the podcast because my wife is nice enough to watch them while I do the show. Yeah. Um, which if you're listening now, you're probably not, but if you are, baby, thank you. Um, <laughs> she has a time to listen, she's busy watching her child. Um, <laughs> but no, this, this looks cool. Uh, it's a reimagining of Contra 1, made by Way Forward. I kind of wish it had that Way Forward, like, art style, you know, the hand-drawn yeah, stuff the they did 2D. with, like, Shantae. Yeah. Yeah, but this is fine. This is still cool. Um, a new Vanillaware game. Unicorn yeah. Overlord. I don't even care that it's like a strategy game. Like I'm, I'm just, I'm excited. There's a new Vanillaware game coming out. Yeah, I'm probably not gonna play this, but <laughs> I love Vanillaware. I love Vanillaware too. Like they make good shit. They they put a lot of work into the artistry of their games, and that's something I can get behind, man. I might pick this up just as a show of support. I, I was, I was so hoping there. I was hoping Thirteen Sentinels would hit PC at some point, and it has not. I don't know what the it fuck. Hasn't. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with Vanillaware and PC. They hate PC, I guess, because they I think do it's just not. Most Japanese developers, isn't it? Like, I don't know. Don't, no. Most Japanese developers. Well, no, they've been to... they've been embracing PC lately because they know there's a huge market on it. So they've been embracing it lately. Vanillaware is a lot smaller than like most Japanese devs, though. Like. They're they're not the most successful company, unfortunately. And because they they make stuff that's really just kind of their own thing, they don't have the biggest market appeal either. They're like they're they're like early platinum games, basically. Like they haven't had that and until Thirteen Sentinels came out. They hadn't had that like killer app that like really made them a fuck ton of money. Yeah, well, I'm not even sure how big Thirteen Sentinels was. It sold pretty well. It was one of their more successful games, which 
doesn't say a lot because their their games <laughs> like their games make money, but you know they're not doing these these huge like gangbuster numbers. Yeah. And I still would love to see, uh, you know, Dragon's Crown come to something. Maybe, you know, Vanillaware, if you're listening, get yeah, Dragon's Crown yeah. on Switch. That's yeah. Like, it's crazy that game hasn't that the PC would be the ultimate platform for that. I but agree. I agree. Anything would do. Yeah, that game was on Vita, PS3, and PS4. Come on, come on, Vanillaware. Just get it get it to something else. Like I fucking love Dragon's Crown. I want to play more Dragon's or like Crown. Make a second one or something. Like make a second one. Yeah. It's interesting they just don't they don't do sequels. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Odin Sphere got a remake, like, got a remake, but, you know. Got a re- yeah, a remaster, or a re- I don't even know what it was. A remake? Well, it's kind of a remake, because they, they changed the, the combat system a little bit, too, to match up with what Dragon's Crown was doing. Yeah. But, yeah, but, get, come on, Vanilla Wire. Like, I, I want to buy your games. Whatever you release Dragon's Crown on, I'll buy it. I bought that game three times already. I bought the game on Vita, PS3, and PS4. And I'll continue to buy on whatever the fuck else you shove in my face. Like, come on. Now I'm wondering you if that game's money? on cloud. I don't think that's on cloud either. Dragon's Crown? I don't think so. Or any of their games. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, where was I? Yeah. This game looked cool. I liked it. Moving on. Luigi's Mansion 2 is coming out in HD. So that's cool. Check that out. There's a Nintendo Museum be built in Kyoto. There's some cool amiibo figures coming out. F099 is a thing. <laughs> yeah. Which, have you have you fucked with this? I haven't fucked with it yet, no. Okay. Um, I've been dealing with uh, a bunch of other shit, but no, I haven't played it yet. I want to though. It looks cool. <laughs> what a genius idea. <laughs> Very good idea. I know I know there's some people that would just prefer a new F Zero game, but Yeah. This is cool too. Like this one looks cool. I actually heard uh rumors that there's gonna be something F Zero related. So I was thinking like maybe a new F Zero game or maybe some of the older F Zero games are coming to like Switch Online. But no, F Zero ninety nine is cool too. Yeah. Such a cool idea. I just don't know how they keep doing it, man. They keep did they say this is gonna be temporary? Is this gonna be around for a while? Like forever, <laughs> preferably. Is it supposed to be a temporary thing? Well, they've Do not. They they've taken down every single one of these. But they were up front with the other ones, though. They were like, hey, this is not meant to be a permanent thing. Yeah. And actually, the only one they took down was Mario. And like, Tetris. Tetris is still up. No, it's still up. Uh, okay. Yeah. I think. Hold on. I had a coworker that was like playing it at work the other day, so I think I still love it. Yeah, I just I want to be able to play this by the time I get that second switch. Yeah, it's still up, Tetris ninety nine. So I don't okay. see why F Zero wouldn't be up. And with Mario, they were like, "Oh, this is bet this is supposed to be a, a limited time thing for Mario's like anniversary or whatever." Yeah, but that's dumb. Just leave shitty. it up, man. Yeah. Come on, just leave it up. I'll pay money for it. Like, yeah. just leave it up. Make it what they should have done is made it free 
for Switch Online members during like this short window, right, during its anniversary, and then charge everyone else for it. That's what I would have done, but whatever. Yeah. I'm not Nintendo, though, so... <laughs> Um, what was I? Reminds me when they did a uh, Four Stars Adventure on the DS. You remember that? Were you no. there for that? So they re-released Four Stars Adventures on the 3DS of all systems, the 3DS, and it was a free-to-download thing for Zelda's anniversary. And I think they released it at the same time they finally dropped the Hyrule Historia. And that's how long ago it was. It was a, a temporary download that you you had to be there to get it. If you didn't download it, that window was gone forever. You couldn't download it. And it was fucking incredible. My cousin and I downloaded it way back in the day. We played the shit out of it. Like, all night we were playing it. And I was so pissed off that it was, like, a temporary thing. By the time my buddies, like, some other friends of mine got into got 3DS, like, they couldn't play that game. Yeah, I don't know why Nintendo likes to do this shit, but... There's some money to be made here, dude, and they're not doing it. Um, uh, we got Bandle Tale, League of Legends story, don't care. Uh, League of Legends game, so I don't don't care. Warrior Wear, move it. Looks fucking cool. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, uh, I'm not a fan of the, the motion shit. But, uh, me neither, but I'm a fan of Warrior Wear. So. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I would just rather just the game without all the stupid motion shit. Because then, cause then it make, makes it so you can't even play this without um how does this even work? They they sell consoles that don't have Joy-Cons. I guess you just don't play on those consoles. Okay. Sucks to be you. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine, so I'm like, hey, how do I play this on my Switch Lite? And Nintendo's like, oh, that's the thing, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> but no, jokes aside, like, this still looks cool. Like, anything WarioWare related is like... It looks I'm fine. Not a huge, yeah, it looks fine. I'm not, I'm not a huge, like, WarioWare fan. I'm not, like... I haven't played every WarioWare game, but I like what WarioWare does. I have fun with it. I just don't like the gimmicky one. It's the same thing they did on, like, uh, like Wii U. You know, it's just like the the gimmick, the gimmicks. I don't like the gimmicks, man. I just want straight, just the games. Yeah, no, I hear you. They should just, they re-released the WarioWare on the GBA for uh, Switch, didn't they? Or am I making that up? I'm not sure. I feel like they, they released it on Switch Online, but I might be making that up. Yeah, they need to put out a new Rhythm Tengoku the hell is that rhythm tango rhythm heaven oh yeah i know what that is <laughs> which is the original warrior wear i never played them but they look cool wasn't the beat agents another one or is that like totally separate i think it was separate but it ended up it, it, it ended up being in the same universe i guess they reference it in WarioWare and Rhythm Heaven too, I think. Cool. 
Nintendo just sits on all these IPs that you're doing cool shit with, and just, they just don't do it. <laughs> it's so annoying. Or they do, just um, out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, we got Union Chronicles, 100 Heroes, or that game's been uh, a lot of people's radar. Esports getting a new DLC. Wargroove 2's coming out. Dave the Diver looks really neat. Mario Kart 8's announced their new booster course pass. Among Us is coming to Switch. We got a cool scissor reel of Nintendo Switch games, but last but not least, something that nobody fucking expected. I didn't fucking expect this. I didn't think about this. But Paper Mario, the Thousand Year Door, is coming to Switch as a, as a remaster. Yeah. I did not see that coming. Like, that is. I played Thousand Year Door on GameCube way back in, like, in college because a buddy of mine had it. Yeah, I thought the game was incredible. I had so much fun with it. And looking online, that's that's a lot of people's like favorite Paper Mario game. Because I think I think that was the last Paper Mario game to come out that still like kind of stuck to that traditional Paper Mario formula. I've never played that, Paper Mario. It's it's a it's like Mario RPG. Yeah, you ever played those? But it it leans more into the RPG stuff. At least I think it does. I feel like it does. Uh, but that was the last cool. game to, yeah, that was the last game to have that traditional Paper Mario like gameplay, because after that was like Super Paper Mario on the Switch, and that was like a platformer, and then you had like Color Splash and stickers, the, the sticker game. So this is a lot of people's like favorite Paper Mario. So it's cool to see them like coming out with that. Like, I'll probably check it out when it drops. They're going to charge, like, 60 fucking dollars for it, probably. <laughs> or but, 70. Yeah, or 70. And for what I've seen on it, it doesn't look like they really changed a lot on the game to justify it, but the fact that the uh, original GameCube game still goes for, like, $100 for, like, a loose disc, like, I'm, I'm fine with dropping, like, 60 bucks on it. <laughs> I can play it on uh I can play it on my Switch. But yeah, nobody saw this coming. Uh Sony also had a state of play where they're showing off some stuff. I didn't watch the state of play, so there's a lot of stuff I, I couldn't go into. Oh, don't worry. You didn't need to watch it. That's what I figured. Um <laughs> Resident Evil 4 is getting a update for VR2. We got the separate ways DLC for Resident Evil 4 remake coming out. And with some updates to Mercenaries mode. I haven't tried that yet. Might give that a shot later tonight. Just play some of the Mercenary updates. Um, hold on. They, they start okay. out with, with Baby Steps. Baby Steps is probably the only interesting thing out of this whole thing. Ah, well, that's not true. That's not true. I didn't see it, so it's talk bad. about it. It's the next game from Bennett Foddy. Let's um, pretend I don't know who that is. It's the guy that made... Uh, getting over it with Bennett Foddy. Oh yeah, that one. <laughs> Is this like uh, before that he made he made Quop before that, which was the internet like you know it was like a browser. Quop was like you know Quop. <laughs> yeah. Quop, anyway, over. I'm starting to see a trend here. This is like this is like Quop mixed with uh it was like Quop in 3D, I guess. Mixed with getting over it a little bit. Um it looks I'm starting to see a pattern here. The types of games he he makes. Yeah. 
I mean, is his like that that type of game? It kind of I don't know. It's kind of like a parody on game design, just traditional yeah. game design as a whole. I guess. I mean, that's uh, I never got around to playing, getting over it, even though I have it. But he has like commentary while you're playing it, and it get it gets into he gets into some like philosophical shit <laughs> while you're like playing that shit. So. That's cool. I think there is some like deeper meaning behind his his games, but yeah. Um. Yeah, Avatar looks it looks good. I don't want to sit here and be like, "Oh, this game looks like fucking another Far Cry," because it looks fucking great, right? Yeah. Uh, it does not I, look bad. I want to play it. I do want to play it because I've, I've taken a little break from Far Cry. So this just looks like a, this looks like a better Far Cry than just the formulaic Far Cry that we've been getting. Yeah. So you kind of have to take a far break from Far Cry sometimes. Like, yeah. Far Cry is not the kind of game you, you play every release like. Far Cry and just even like Far Cry style games because it, it did breed a new genre of hazers the outpost game where we where we knock out all the outposts and shit like it did it did spawn a new wave of that kind of game and i've been just yeah. avoiding those in general yeah same just they're not my cup of tea anymore so yeah even but. far cry 5 which i, I praise like I, that kind of dropped that pretty quickly Um, Code Hours 2 looks fucking awesome. You can pre-order this game oh, now. Yeah. Um, it just looks dope. I don't need to see any more of this game because oh, too? Yeah. I Me already either. know that I can say that for basically all of this state of play is that I don't need to see any more of any of this Spider-Man 2. I don't need to see anything else. Fucking it looks good. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to buy a PS5 for it. Same. Hold on, two still looks good. Can't complain with that. Um, I haven't played Tales of Arise yet. People are excited for the new expansion for that, the new DLC yeah. for that. Um, Bomb Stars looks cool, even though it rips off fucking Splatoon really hard. Um, <laughs> yeah. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth got announced. Yeah. And yeah, there's a lot of spoilers there if you like go off all fantasy. Yeah, I but... was looking at this and I was like, I'm gonna turn this off because <laughs> it seems like this is spoilery as fuck. Like I don't know why anyone would want to see any of this. Like aside from hey, look at the game. It's gonna be good. They said it's gonna be two discs, by the way. What? Which, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Why, end, how is that necessary? At the end of the trailer, it says February 29 on two discs. Two discs. I mean, wasn't Red Dead Redemption 2 on two discs? Was it? I think so. Hold on. I don't know. I, I got around to it on PC, so. Um, I think um, Last of Us 2 was on two discs, wasn't it? Was it? I <laughs> No, I, well, I get everything digital, so I don't even know what the fuck a disc is anymore. 
Hamtaro said last night, Tokyo Game Show, they showed 30 minutes of gameplay for this. I don't need to see that. I don't need to see that. I mean, yeah, um, Red Dead 2, Last of Us 2, they both had two discs. One was like an install disc. One was an install and the other one the was, other one was like the play. Running, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even, why even get, get by a disc anymore, man? Like, why even bother? Yeah, exactly. But I could see Final Fantasy having to do the same thing, but like, I don't know why though. Like, because the games are, Blu-ray discs are so like massive. You know, you shouldn't need two discs to like. I mean, Blu-ray. I think dualer Blu-rays only do a hundred gigs. Am I right yeah. on that? And we're already seeing games are like over a hundred gigs. So for a while, I mean, I think a lot of games just download. I I think it's so you don't have to download anything from the internet, you know, like a day one patch basically just downloads the rest of the game. I don't know if that's true, but yeah, maybe. I don't, but I don't fucking I I'm more and more just moving to an all digital like future here. And I get people have their gripes with it, but like dude with the they, they make purchasing discs and stuff so like inconvenient and annoying like yeah. All digital is such a, it's a much easier way to go. Um, with Final Fantasy, they did they did show a lot of variety in the gameplay, which I, it's it's one thing. Like I would rather see that. I don't want to see any fucking of the story shit. Don't show me a fucking cutscene. I don't want to see any of that. Like if you want to see me the Chocobo races that's totally fine. Like holy shit, there's Chocobo races. You know, I, I maybe like show me like a summon or two, but like the gameplay stuff is fine. I don't want to see any of the story stuff. You're showing me shit that is definitely a spoiler. Yeah. Like some of the stuff they showed with Zach, I'm like, I don't need to see that. That is a spoiler. <laughs> uh, but it looks good. It looks fucking good. So, I mean, I'm the uh, on PC right now. They're having a Tokyo Game Show sale and it's on sale. This game's on sale right now on PC. Final Fantasy like, 7 Remake? Yeah, I think it's like 40, but I might buy it and replay it again. I've been wanting to replay it and I haven't gotten the integrate shit yet. I was going to say like the PC version of the integrate stuff, doesn't it? Yeah, so, yeah. So that might be worth it alone just. Because the last time you played it was on PS4, right? Yeah. So. Oh yeah, yeah. This is I like the dog shit version. Yeah, you played the worst version of the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So definitely just get the integrate version. Um, I'm looking for excuse to play it too because I played a little bit on PS4. I already said my gripes with it. Like, I like it. I like what it's trying to do here, but. It doesn't do enough like action game stuff to scratch the action game itch that I have. It doesn't do enough of the turn-based strategy stuff to scratch that itch. So yeah, and I think they realized that and they fixed it. In well, I don't want to say they fixed it, but Final Fantasy 16 is literally just an action game. It's fucking Devil May Cry. So yeah. I I really want to play that, but again, I don't want to buy a PS5 just for that. Yep, same. <laughs> I will wait for it on PC and I will, I will enjoy it there. But, um, yeah, so same thing with this, like 
this looks I, th th this is the best way to play anyone who's like clutching their pearls and is like oh my god i can't believe they did this to final fantasy 7 it's a, they ruined it like th this is the best final fantasy 7 this is this is the best final fantasy 7 uh, it just is <laughs> like there's no it's not this is better than the original like i was straight up saying oh, yeah? That. yeah like even though you spend 12 hours doing what in the first game is like three hours it's or no in this game is like 50 hours but even then it's still it's better man it's so much more fleshed out like in the original it's just not you don't really get a sense of the state of the world yeah and but in in this you you really fucking do is way more impactful in in this game than that first yeah. one um it's so much better um like there are points where it is just like filler content like some of it is just definitely like padding to kind of pad the length of the game out a little bit but yeah. it's still a fun game even in those sections it's still very fucking fun so it's it's the best it's the best Final Fantasy 7 there's no there's no way I, I still gotta play it but as someone who played the original Final Fantasy 7 never finished it like yeah, I never finished it, but I did. I did at least the first, like the content that is in the first uh, remake game. I at least did that much in the original. I didn't even do that. Like, yeah, it's and, such a bummer because like turn-based RPGs, even like even if you got beef with turn-based games, or even if you if you even if you like turn-based games, like turn-based games have had gone through such an evolution since FF Seven yeah but it's hard to go back and play it like the active battle system still neat but don't get me wrong but you know compare that to persona 5 like come on like yeah or any smt game or any atlas rpg like just turn-based games have gotten just so much more interesting and deep than what ff7 was able to do back in the day which isn't the game's fault like i shouldn't compare it to modern standards but it makes it very hard to go back to that you know what i mean yeah and that's that's kind of what hold me holds me back a little bit maybe one day i'll finish it maybe but we'll see but yeah ff7 rebirth is coming out for playstation who knows and that's finally coming to pc but <sighs> it'll get yeah. there when it gets there yeah and some quickie news it might not which might not be a quickie we'll see <laughs> um the unity disaster in the, the last shit. like two weeks yeah the unity shit came out and those of you who don't know unity recently changed their their uh licensing model so it used to be free software right i think it was how it used to work it was free Which, on tiers i the bottom tier yeah. was the free tier yeah you paid up for the higher tiers to get a license and they just out of nowhere decided that wasn't enough and they decided hey we're gonna charge like what 20 cents for every install not even every purchase but install yeah which is so fucking ridiculous and tone deaf like what the fuck were they thinking like and they, they had zero like transparency on how that was going to work, how they were going to um, even enforce that. And people have asked, like, well, how do you differentiate, like, 
how do you differentiate people who like install the game to multiple systems like you know if you if you bought the game on steam you install it to like your pc your laptop and your steam deck and they're just like oh it won't affect that but they 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 didn't they never talked about like no, how i think they said it would it. i think they, they said, said it would, would. yeah I've they heard said multiple stories i've heard i've heard either if someone asks like hey what if this shitty thing happens they either say well that shitty thing is going to happen or that shitty thing won't happen, but they 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 had zero transparency on how they're how they had to back that up. Yeah, I think they pretty much said like they have like a proprietary software that they use to track the shit, but no one they didn't explain like how it works. They just say no, we've got a thing that'll yeah we can we can and I'm like what can we like see like what the fuck are you using? Yeah, this uh, is people's livelihood, man. Like you're charging people money for this, like. So transparency would be fucking nice, like. Yeah, but I think they did come out because some people did ask them, like on on X, they zeded out some like questions and said, uh, like, hey, if this happens, what what is the like? I think they brought up like piracy, and they'd be like, yeah, if your game's pirated, that that counts, and uh, but we'll have, <laughs> it's like yeah, pirated copies count, if multiple installs count. They were like, is there, so if someone like wants to fuck with me and just uninstalls and reinstalls the game over and over that counts and you're like yeah that counts but we'll have we'll have stuff in place to kind of prevent that and it's like oh what is like what's the what's the yeah how can you possibly detect that um, yeah it's like shit like that yeah super ultra pimp says absolute clownery yeah yeah dude like they they, they were just dropping balls like um, and then some developers came out and said, "Hey, we're not gonna buy because it's not. It wasn't supposed to go active until next year. So some developers came out and said, "Hey, next year we're removing our game from the store when this when this activates." I think the guys that make Cordal Lamb did that. Yeah. Um, they made a statement that they're like, "Yeah, we're we're delisting the game next year. Like once this happens." So. Yeah. And then, now. I think even Unity came out and they were like, someone asked him like, well, who's going to be responsible for paying this stuff on like Game Pass or whatever? And they were like, yeah. Oh, that- <laughs> and they were like, no, Xbox is going to pay that. Or like, what about like shit on like mobile? And they're like, no, Apple's going to pay that. And then that gave me flashbacks of remember when Cyberpunk was fucking up and they were like, no, Sony's going to do your refund. And then Sony was like, no, we're not. And then fucking just yeah. deleted them. Yeah, that's that gave me flashbacks of that where I was like, yeah, yeah, no, they're just, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen at all. Exactly. And not just that, but like, they just, they had zero like explanation of how the infrastructure is supposed to work. And oh, God, it's just so obnoxious. And, and the, the, it's one of those things like, if you take five minutes to think about it, you realize what a fucking terrible idea it is. Yeah, and how like anti um, developer it is, like even cloud gaming, like they have to install that game to multiple servers. So what is that? Just like a couple grand out of your pocket just because you have like, a cloud deal? Like yeah, yeah. And again, like you argue like, well, they could have like Microsoft, Sony, all or Amazon, anything with a cloud system could like worked into their deals but yeah but this is retroactive though like what about the deals that are already set in stone like yeah yeah you know i think yeah that was one of the bigger problems is that it is retroactive so even if um even if your game is already out or 
has been out for a while, it's still going to affect previous games or games that are still in development that haven't even come out yet that they're now having to think about, no, if my game releases now, I got to fucking deal with this shit. And this wasn't part of the terms when I started work on this game three years ago. Yeah. Uh, and what's insane too, is that like when they asked them, like, do you want to just do like a regular, like, you know, profit sharing, like deal, like, you know, I could just do a standard industry, just, you know, cut of the profits, like arrangement. And they gave some bullshit excuses. Like, well, we want to empower developers so that they, they, they can have those upfront funds to make money and develop more games. It was like, yeah, but then you're going to get them stuck in this fucking constant payout to you for the entirety of their game's existence. Like, yeah, that's so much worse in the long run. And I'll argue, you know, they did try to say, well, it's only for like the first, like what, million downloads or something before it starts charging you. Like you get those first million downloads or 200,000 downloads for free. But it leaves such a nasty taste in my mouth, dude, that this just, just in perpetuity, you'll just be paying these developer, the Unity, just because like someone to re-download a game they bought from you like a year ago. Like, yeah. Like, perfect example, you know, um, fucking, um, Hollow Knight is made with Unity. They got a new expansion coming out pretty soon, or a new, uh, is it expansion or a new game? Silk Song is coming out. Yeah. You know, once that game gets closer to release, people might go back, re-download, you know, Hollow Knight, you know, get excited for the, the sequel. And then now, like, the developer has to pay all this money for a game they already charge people for. That's going to take more funds away from them for no reason. You know, they say they want to give these funds, those, those upfront, like, you know, profits to developers so they can embolden them so they can make more games, which are actively going to hurt them when their games get these surge in popularity. Like, that's insane to me. Like, this is so just anti-developer, anti-consumer. The only people that benefit from this is Unity, and it's so shitty. And you saw them backpedal on it already. Like, they, they made a statement, what, like, yesterday? Yeah. They're backpedaling on it, but the damage is already done. Like... <laughs> Yeah, and they backpedaled a little bit. I think the thing is they're still doing this, but they've they've ironed out some of the more egregious parts of this. Like it won't be retroactive anymore. Um, it won't be. I think they've increased the the thing. It used to be two hundred thousand. And they've increased it to okay now it's instead of two hundred thousand it's one million within a month. Okay, that, that's or right, the one million number year. from. Yeah, that's right, the one million number. Um, <clears throat> so they're still doing it. They're just adjusting things to make it more. And I think it does address some of the more egregious parts that people did have a problem with. So it's like better, but still they've fucked up because they've sprung this on people without any so much of a warning and it really just people it, it ruined the trust that people would have yeah. had they if, really should have just like sat down and talked with like developers first yeah 
like sat down with some of the more more high-end developers or more popular developers for even internally unity. like even the people working at unity were blindsided by this like even some of the the people who work there were like what the fuck is going on with this this we didn't know this was happening someone like i think they they got like sent death threats and they found out it came out from inside the company uh oh yeah like even the people working there had no fucking clue that this was happening so um yeah it's it's just they they need to be more <laughs> transparent. I think they've already they're they've already ruined now. Like realistically, no one's going to leave Unity at least not like at the drop of a dime. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like if you're working yeah, but... on something, you're gonna finish it. Um, yeah, you're gonna see it through even if you've you're halfway through development. But that's absolutely gonna hurt. Like in the any future. future, yeah. yeah. People are gonna start looking at. I think like Godot is is the new one people are looking at. Um, even they they've put out like a huge update for the Godot engine that they've been that just just coincided perfectly with this fucking shit. They put out a huge update for the Godot engine that people are looking at. Like, oh yeah, this might be a good alternative. So yeah, we'll probably we'll probably see things kind of shift in the future. Yeah like a year or two hopefully we'll yeah. see but no they just they did everything wrong here man <laughs> like what the fuck were they thinking i think even after this uh the the fix came out people started looking at their they're still they're still trying to like defend themselves in this because i think they they've removed their like terms of service a few days before they announced the, this whole thing, their terms of service were removed, and people were like, "Look, man, you you removed your terms of service. They're trying to hide shit." And then they came out. Unity came out and was like, "No, we did. We did that before all of this because no one, it wasn't getting the views we wanted." And people were like, "View? Who cares about views? And your terms of service? It's not like a fucking YouTube video where your views matter. It's your terms of service. That people need to see that shit, especially like lawyers, who like." Or, or if they're like, if someone's expecting to take like the next step in their unity thing, uh, they're going to need to look at the terms of service to figure out if they're doing things correctly, according to what the terms are. And, you know, it's not something that's going to be getting a million views per day. It's, it's only something like people who need it are going to look at it. So. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and they were trying to defend the removal of that shit. And it's like, you guys are really not. <laughs> you guys are really just missing the mark on everything you're doing. So we'll see. We'll see where this goes. I, I, I think all the, all the threats that were made to delete games or whatever, that, that, that was just no one's actually going to do that. So I think the Code of the Lamb guys are they're You know, they'll they'll be fine. And, um, you know, all this, all this will blow over in the short term, but the long term is they're probably going to, people are probably going to just leave unity. So they'll find something else, switch to unreal yeah. or go dot or something else. So Yeah. We'll see what happens, but yeah, they lost a lot of good faith and I don't, there's no coming back from this. I think they're not going to have a lot of the same, uh, good faith that we had from other from developers the last couple of years and yeah. i think we're gonna we are gonna see a lot less games coming out 
running on Unity because of this. Yeah. Because they show that there's at a drop of a hat, they can just implement all these really shitty things to just make your life as a developer harder and more expensive for no fucking reason. And they, that's not going to fly with people. Like, that already hasn't fly with people. We're already seeing it start to take effect. And I'm sure any up-and-coming devs that had uh, aspirations to make games, like, it's not, we're not going to see that on Unity anymore, which... Yeah. They, they did this on themselves, man, but they shouldn't have done that. Jesus Christ, this whole thing was like a shit show. It lasted a week. It's still ongoing, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but there was also an Xbox disaster. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a huge leak. And we saw it. A bunch of stuff just came out about Xbox. And yeah, now most of the uh, shit was like fucking who cares? It's like personal emails and shit like that. Yeah. No one gives a fuck about that. And then the other stuff was like leaks of the future plans for Xbox console and even, um, games and shit like that and that was more of the juicy shit that's stuff i was excited for like fallout 3 remaster yeah bring it on <laughs> fallout 3 remaster oblivion remaster which there's a whole modding team that's been for years working on uh oblivion and the skyrim yeah i remember that and so like when this shit leaked they were like oh fuck <laughs> Um, the but team's come out and said that they're still like dedicated to to making it. Yeah, they're gonna finish no it. What. I mean, they just announced their like release date for that thing. So, um, also, we don't even know if all, all the stuff that leaked here is, is just that they're just like leaked plans. You know, it's nothing that's like solid yet. So, but it is interesting yeah. just to look into the the mindset of of where they're at just the stuff that they're looking at trying to accomplish with the future of these things so um xbox series x refresh which is cylindrical yeah <laughs> codenamed brooklyn yeah. and i think the thing that people are worried about with this is all digital it's a Series which, like, X with no disc slot. Which, like, I mean, I was kind of expecting this to happen sooner or later, because right now the only one that's all digital was the the Series S, I think, is the one that's all digital, and it's less powerful than the X. Yeah. So it makes sense that they're like, okay, if you want the power of the X, but you don't, you, you want to go all digital, like, here's a version of that, and you can save some money because it won't have a disc drive, like... Yeah, I think people are freaking the fuck out because they think that this is going to be the only option. This is it. This is the one, and we're going to get get rid of discs. But I don't. That's not going to fucking happen. At the worst case, they do get rid of the disc, but they have an, a separate add-on that you can just uh, plug in, and then, you you know, like a plug-in disc drive or something like that. Yeah, I can see them doing that. This is what happens when, like, you introduce something new to console gamers because they're so used to just, like, oh, this is the only option we have for the hardware. That we yeah. something like that is, like, you know, they, they, I can see the concern where that comes from. You're not used to, like, having multiple hardware options. Yeah, well, that's the but... thing. Like, that's the thing that I... That was the thing that always bummed me out about when they first announced the Xbox One 
when they were like, hey, it's all digital and you connect to the internet and then that's and that's how it works. And then people will fucking slam that shit. And I was like, in reality, who the fuck is not connecting their console to the internet? Like, who doesn't do that? Probably, there's probably people who do, but it's like such a, it'd probably be such an insignificant amount that the people who are outrage at this shit it's just, it's just like a fake outrage i don't think anyone actually fucking gives a shit that your console has to be connected to the internet because you're gonna fucking connect it anyway i think people gave a shit i don't think it was fake outrage well i want to have a little like asterisk here at the time because if you think about when that got announced that was like that was like what when was that like 2010 2011 when they announced that yeah so the world wasn't quite like all connected like it is now you know like inter- the internet definitely got more popular it was more frequent but it wasn't like the staple of households like it is now i disagree and it's not like it was like 1996 or some shit like people no, were but fucking it wasn't connected like this widespread thing like it is now either because i don't I, think it was did i think it definitely was I think it definitely like, was like my family finally got home internet in our house around that same year. So I think like a lot of people were still holding out at the time. And, you know, ironically that minority was more vocal <laughs> online, but whatever. It's just, I think um, if we, I think if we allowed that to play, if we allowed that those plans to play out, we would be seeing a much different, the whole lands gaming landscape would be totally different right now because it would have been a world where you could like trade in your digital games. Yeah. Uh, it would have just been, it would just been totally different. It would have been, it would have been interesting to see this fucking world where we would have already been doing this digital shit. I mean, people are holding on to these fucking discs and it's just, it's, it's nonsense to me in an age where everyone's subscribing to like 12 different streaming platforms. And like, it's just, it's, this is the fucking world, man. Like they predicted the future. Like they were just, they were ahead of the curve, man. And all this shit. And people just weren't ready for it. Like I, people, people weren't ready for it in their heads, but we were ready for it. I think they, they just didn't know it is the thing. They were ready for it. They just, people just didn't know that they were ready. So, yeah. and now even now when they fucking show a console with no disk drive, people are like, oh my fucking God, they can't do this. What about my discs? Uh, and it's just, I think it's people were just fucking retarded. Uh, <laughs> so people weren't ready for the B- Vita, Poobin says. <laughs> I agree. Sony wasn't even ready for the Vita. Oh man, I love my Vita. Um, the thing, the saying this thing would have it would have the same great price, the four ninety nine, but they're removing the disc drive and they would have more uh, terabyte extra of storage, so two terabytes, which is pretty. That's a decent amount. Decent amount. Yeah, it's not an insignificant amount of storage, so that's good. Uh, it would have better Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi 6E, Bluetooth 5.1, um, just updated, just updated everything. I don't think it would be more powerful. It doesn't seem like they'd be more powerful, but it would just be 
just have better, more up-to-date hardware. And that goes into the controller. It seems like they're really doubling down. See, I, I like that Microsoft is like, they're looking ahead into the future. I think they know that cloud gaming is gonna be pretty big in the coming future. I think they're trying to set themselves up for that. So the controller that they're showing here is direct to cloud, which is one of the things that Stadia was doing with their controller, which is that was a direct to cloud controller. It just, I guess it reduces latency, I guess. I don't I mean, know. That makes sense. If the controller itself is on the internet, correct, connected directly to the server. Yeah, instead of making latency there, it's one not extra the server. Yeah. That actually makes sense. It's really cool. I never heard of that before, but I can see how that would work. Yeah, Stadia Stadia did that. I just I never got to try it. I thought Stadia was fine, just as it was. You know, I, I did try Stadia, not with the controller, and it was totally fine. But I have tried the Xbox streaming, and it is not fine. So, <laughs> I, I, if this controller makes it better, then that would that would be great. Um, they're saying, they're saying stuff about the, the control sticks in this too. If it's not hall effect, I ain't buying, I'm just saying that out straight yeah. up. I ain't buying no more controllers that don't have hall effect sticks. I'm done. I'm just done. <laughs> so they're, they're saying it's like interchangeable or modular, modular, whatever, whatever. They use every word except hall effect. So I don't know. I don't know what that controller is going to be. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of words to say, like, it's not Hall Effect, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, we'll see when this stuff comes out. Like, well, there's some other stuff with Xbox, too. Like, you know, they wanted to buy Nintendo, but that yeah. fell through. Um, there's a bunch of stuff, I think, that came out in that, like, leak. I think the rest of the stuff is less interesting. Didn't the... um the xbox activision merger go through it went through they're changing they're adjusting stuff for europe i think europe was the thing that they that that was the stuff where ubisoft yeah, I, they're doing that thing with ubisoft yeah um, i think he, i think like the european courts just like accepted their new proposal oh, i think that they? just happened i think that just happened yeah as i saw a thing about it online and a buddy of mine was like upset about it but there's the thing a lot of people complain about it like oh this is like this is like bad for gaming it's creating a monopoly uh now the call of duty is going to be xbox exclusive like microsoft has no way to survive in the market anymore and it's like but then when you ask about a, a pc port for ghost of tsushima they're like just buy a playstation yeah yeah yeah, it's great that I can't play Final Fantasy on anything else anymore. Yeah. Exactly. And that's that's what I'm talking about. Like, so many people are just upset that, like, Microsoft's going to be doing this. But Sony's been doing it forever already. Yeah. Like, if you're going to sit here and bitch and moan that, like, Activision owns, like, Microsoft is, uh, that Microsoft bought out Activision. You also better be complaining that, like, I can't play Last of Us 2 on my PC. Yeah. Like, I want to hear that outrage, too. You know, don't just select it when it's, like, bad for you. But whatever. Um, 
I swear, the fucking hypocrisy, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> everyone just get a PC. Just fucking eliminate consoles completely. I agree. Just the, the PC, the PC Nintendo combo is all you need. It's all you yes. need. I agree. Eventually, if if you don't get the games on launch, it'll eventually end up on PC. Uh, anyway, so it's not yeah. even like just you just gotta wait a little bit. Yeah, I agree, and that's like I think there should just be like a huge like day of reckoning. Just there's someone should put out something that just bricks every fucking console on the market right now, and just force everyone to buy a PC. Have Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo's all of them develop for PC. That's the only way we're gonna get any sort of unity here. But whatever, a man can dream. Um, Dragon's Dogma Two looks incredible. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! So Tokyo oh Game Show is, is happening, and the, uh, there were a bunch of stuff that came out at Tokyo Game Show. I didn't care about any of it except this. <laughs> And maybe Final Fantasy, but I don't need to see any more of that. This I want to see. And it's yeah, kind of uh, unreal. I don't know how real this game is, man. Because it just looks... It looks like... It looks like... Breath of the Wild, but with Dragon's Dogma. If that makes any sense. I don't, I don't no, know. I hear you. But a lot of it looks fucking scripted, though. Like, <laughs> I don't know how real the gameplay is. You know what I'm saying? It looks like scripted events. Like, when, like... There's a point where they knock an ogre, they knock over an ogre, they knock over an ogre, and he falls down in a way where it's like there's a there's a chasm, and he falls down in a way where he, his fallen body turns into a bridge, and you can walk over him. And I'm like, that has to be scripted. There's no way that you can just think of doing that. Or I don't know. This this was a game that was kind of it was Breath of the Wild ish even when it came out because you could just climb enemies and you yeah. could just climb anything and that was really cool for the time. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I had the stamina to back it up. You could like climb up enemies and traverse these landscapes and yeah. A lot of people would play the Ranger class specifically because it had all these like movement options. Yeah, and the game does some cool shit, man. Like it's. I'm I'm a huge Dragon's Dogma defender. Like I love Dragon's Dogma. Um, I actually when this when this trailer came out, because I, I told you I was in the hospital because my son was sick. Um, he's fine. Everybody that's worried, but he's fine now. He was in the hospital for the week over the week. And uh, when I saw this trailer, I downloaded Dragon's Dogma again on my Switch. So I can play through it, and it's still a fucking solid game. Like it's still really fun. It's still yeah. there's a lot of really cool shit. And I'm excited with this because they're showing off some of the new the base classes you know about fighter, uh, mage. It looks like the strider has been split into two classes now. So it used yeah. to be if you wanted to play the 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 like rogue, it was just a straight rogue class. It was called strider, and that class lets you use um, uh, dual knives and had all the cool movement options and climbing and let you use less stamina, kept you light. Now they split up into two classes. Now it's like Ranger and Thief. So I don't know the differences between those two, really. I bet that I bet because the original game had like branching classes that would merge. So if you like got two classes to level 10 yeah. or whatever, it would turn into something that was like a merge of those classes. So you didn't even have to do that. Like you just like there's a point in the story you can unlock vocational classes that are just like 
oh. dual vocations, and you can just do it. It was in your interest to level up the classes it's based off of. So if you're like a Mystic Knight, for example, which is like a the fighter mixed with like the mage, it was in your best interest to level up both those classes so you can get the augments and skills to make that one better. Yeah. You have to max them out to get it. Or if you did, you only had to max out one of them. I can't remember. But they showed off some of the new vocations here, and these look incredible. The what do they call that one? The Mystic Spearhead or Mystic Spear Hand? What do they call it? Something like that. That one looked fucking cool. That was like my new favorite class here. It was like a, it's a magic class that did uh that did melee attacks too. But the gimmick is that it had this weapon that was like a double. They called it a duo spear. Yeah, a duo spear, which basically like a double bladed like sword like a double bladed pole arm and it looks fucking cool like it had a lot of the movement options you saw in some of the more fast the faster classes um a lot of the attacks it was doing were really neat you can teleport to enemies pick them up with like what is that telekinesis and throw them at people yeah like this is cool as hell like it i love looks that so cool at times it looks so cool the only thing the only thing i wish this game had was just some form of real multiplayer uh not that it not that it's like needs it needs it but it was it would have been a good step up it would have been a good step up from just like the straight pawn system if you just have like one other player with you kind of just team up with online no, i agree like it would just be more fun i think to have a friend with you to just fuck stuff up with yeah. you can coordinate stuff better that way like the pawns are cool, but like, you know, it's not the same as like having a buddy with you. Yeah. To coordinate the stuff with. Especially since, like, I, I don't know about this game, but the base, Dragon's Dogma, you kind of had to like manipulate the pawns a little bit into like trying stuff. Like, I remember I had this one issue where there's this boss I was having trouble with. And the boss is weak to fire. I knew it was weak to fire because I fought it before. But my pawns didn't know that, so I and they they weren't trying their fire spells or techniques to to fight it. Yeah. So they, they never got that realization that like, oh, it's weak to fire. Fire hurts it. So I had to like, I remember before I went into the fight, I crafted like a uh, a fire bomb, so I can do that initial like damage to it because I didn't, I wasn't a ma I wasn't playing a magic character. So I crafted a fire bomb so I could do that initial fire damage. So it gave my my pawns the hint that hey, fire hurts it. Like use fire, and the fight became so much easier now. They have to waste that first like minute or two like figuring out what it was my pawns have to waste that waste that first minute trying to figure out what it was weak against. Um, it was probably my fault too. I'm sure I had the pawns set to like a certain behavior that they didn't try new stuff. You know, I'm sure I had that set up too, but. Yeah, that if you like recruit, if you recruit, friends. if you recruit other people's pawns, they'll have like knowledge of their own. That I think in my pawn, I ended up so on PS3, I ended up like I think I platinum that game on PS3. I played through that game like four yeah. times. Yeah, it's a good ass game. <laughs> so like my pawn knew every fucking thing. So if you recruited my pawn, they would just tell you, "Hey, this way, cut its head off, cut its tail off, cut its." Hit the horns. Yeah, they were just like, hey, follow me to finish the, the quest. <laughs> yeah. 
That's funny. Um, yeah, if you've never played Dragon's Dogma, do it, man. It's a fucking good game. And it's like it's different. It's, it's very different than most other these fucking copy paste ass open world games, man. Like that's the thing. Like when this game came out, it was just fucking different. It's still different. Like nothing's ever tried to copy what this game did in, in great ways. Like I think this game came out and then it was like Demon Souls right it was like around the same time that demon souls came out it came and... out around the same time um yeah it came around the same time demon souls did or i think dark souls actually and skyrim so people were comparing it to like oh, oh it's got yeah. this open world of skyrim but it's Definitely got this dark impression of like dark souls yeah and people i remember a lot of com- comparisons were like the dark souls and i remember when i finally played it i was like this is like comparing it to dark souls is a disservice to the game like it's it's so unique yeah. in its own thing that comparing it actively comparing it to other games that already exist is like is bad for it <laughs> and then but those two games really overshadowed this game so I, like a lot of people just missed this game in the in the cloud of in the fucking huge fucking cumulonimbus that was skyrim and dark souls so yeah a lot of people didn't even fucking see this shit when it came out and it, it did sell well like it sold enough to like warrant the not a remake or a remaster, but like a a super version, you know what I mean? Because Capcom has this habit of like releasing their games with like Yeah. Oh, here's like Devil May Cry Special Edition, here's Super Street Fighter, you know. And they did that with Dragon's Dogma when they released the the Dark Arisen game. Yeah. Which wasn't even an expansion. It was just like it's like here, here's here's Dragon's Dogma, Dark Arisen. You gotta buy the this game again to get the Dark Arisen stuff. But with that, um, they changed a lot of the shit people hated with it. And that's that's the version that's, like, on modern consoles. Yeah. And I've, I've said for years, like, if this game got a sequel, it could improve on a lot of the annoying stuff that the first game did and make something really fucking incredible. Like, the first game was good, and the first game was special, but they can do something really, really cool with a sequel. And they kind of did that with the Dark Arisen game. Because they were able to go back and change some of the stuff people didn't like about it, but this sequel—oh my god! It's just—it's yeah. just Dragon's Dogma, er. You know what I mean? It's just everything bigger, better, faster, stronger, everything. It's just, yeah. I'm excited. I am just hell excited for this game. So that first game's on Steam. I think it's on sale right now for Tokyo Game Show sale. Yeah, I think it's like five bucks. You can get it for five bucks. Uh, definitely do it great game prepare you for this game so when's this one coming out does it have a date on it yet i don't think it has a date quite yet but no. or if it does it's like sometime soon actually let me double check what's the release date for dragon's dogma 2 i don't think it has a date let me see googling sometime in 2024 okay okay which is good i'll get behind that take your time with it you know (laughs) yeah it is a next gen only game though so yeah so you gotta get a modern system or pc or pc which yeah that's my chosen platform yeah i think that's what i'll be getting the game on too i wonder if i wonder if microsoft's gonna try to tackle this for game pass that would be that would be great that would be awesome. Yeah. I'm not going to complain if they do. 
they've been they were they were at Tokyo Game Show and trying to they were wooing the Japanese audience so they announced like Yakuza um all the Yakuza Ishin and all those other games are coming to Game Pass. Oh yeah, Microsoft's been in bed with Yakuza for a while now. Like all those games are on Game Pass. Like yeah, <laughs> except for, like the newest one, like Ishin, I think. But Pubin you know, says like, Dragons on Game Pass. Pubin says looks like this can run on PS4, which you're not wrong. Graphically, doesn't look extremely impressive, but I think technically, there's it's doing a lot of shit under the hood. Technically, that. Like there's a part where like they blow up this, yeah, this river and it like tumbles down on everything, and I'm like, there's no fucking way. Like I've never seen a game do this <laughs> in real time before. So, um, uh, I have. really, you know what the game was? You know what the game was? What? Monster Hunter World, another Capcom game. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but to be fair, Monster Hunter World was like. You know, you pick a level and you go through it. Granted, they're open-ended, but they're not interconnected. With this, it's an open-world game, so the whole world's like interconnected here. So, I wonder how that stuff affects the rest of the world too. Like, if you blow up that like dam, does it like flood a nearby village? Or... Yeah, and probably like putting stuff into it that's that that they 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 have no intention of doing, but. And that's the kind of shit I'm expecting from a next-gen fucking game, right? Yeah, it's like that kind of world interaction where, yeah, if I blow up a dam over here, I expect it to, like, flood out a city down downstream. Uh, that's the disappointment I've been having with next-gen is that there's just not been any good examples of shit on that level. Everything's kind of just been the same, so. Yeah. I'll argue that, like, <clears throat> Capcom's been trying to, like, do this next-gen thing as much as they could. Um, yeah. And Bethesda, to an extent, with Starfield. But but I feel like all these developers, they have these next-gen consoles. They're like, oh, let's just do what we've been doing last-gen, but prettier. And, like, no, that's not what I want to see. Yeah. Like, I remember... Like, the Xbox Point, 360 yeah. Like, I remember when... Uh, <laughs> The Xbox 360 got announced, and I saw like Dead Rising for the first time. I was like, "Holy shit, that's a next gen experience!" Like, this is something that's impossible on the original Xbox. And I got excited for that, and I haven't felt that since that generation of consoles. I think that was the last time that they were like, "Oh, we have a more powerful system. Let's take advantage of that and do some next gen stuff in the gameplay, not just in the graphics." Yeah, I mean we're we're already talking about like mid console refreshes. Yeah, and I feel like we don't even have a game yet, not a single game that can be seen as like this is here we are. This is next gen. This is this is the demonstration. Uh, it's like we're like I just it's so disappointing. It's the reason why I haven't been compelled to buy a fucking PS Five or Xbox yeah. Series is because it's just. I can I can just do this on my current thing. Yeah, exactly. I argue Ratchet and Clank. The new Ratchet and Clank does a lot of stuff with its uh, with its uh, with its gameplay, but a lot of that just relies on the SSD. You know, not so much the uh, internal yeah. like performance. Like anything with it with a solid state, you can do that with. Yeah. 
which is cool to see it. Like, it's better than nothing. I'm not going to sit here and shit on it. Like, but I want to see, like, really, really cool shit. Like, I want that, that, that experience where I'm like, holy shit, if I try to do this on my PlayStation 4, it would catch on fire. Like, yeah. yeah. And just beyond visual stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I haven't had that, like, that moment yet, but we'll see what happens in the future. Um, got some game releases. El Paso Elsewhere is finally releasing on PC, Xbox One, and Series X. Yeah. I'm excited for this. I'm excited for this. I'm really, I got really excited the, uh, for this. I got the FPS one, but I didn't get to play it yet. Yeah, that one's like a prequel to this one. Yeah. And it's, well, uh, I want to I I set you... myself up. Yeah, this game was good. You played it during the demo derby. Like, I convinced you to try it. And yeah, like you and I both fell in love with it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm into it. Dude, if you want to set yourself up for this, like, go, go play the original Max Payne. True, true. Yeah. <laughs> I've never played Max Payne, so any of them. I have them all on Steam. There you go. That's a way to set yourself up for this. Yeah. Um, but no, this looks good. I can't wait. Uh, Harvest Moon Winds of Athos is also coming out for PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. Mineko's Night Market for PC and Switch. Paleo Pines for Switch, PS4, all the systems. Uh, Storyteller on mobile. Train Sim World 4. I've never even heard of that one. <laughs> <clears throat> it's the fourth Train Sim World, dude. I mean, how could you not? And then Ty the Tasmanian Tiger 4 is releasing on Switch. Like, right. that's an old game. And that game already got a, got a release back in, like, 2015. Yeah. So it's barely coming to Switch. Like, it's cool. You know, good on them. Uh, next, you got Paper Beast Enhanced Edition. I forgot this game existed, Paper Beast. I don't know what this is. I feel like I've seen I've it. Seen it. I've seen it before. I don't know what it is either. I'm not going to sit here and pretend I know what it is, but I've seen it before. I think it came out, like, forever ago. Let me see. It's a, I remember it was a VR game. Yeah, it came out, like, back in 2020. But I think, like, people were talking about it as early as, like, 2016, 2017. But I might be wrong. Sandbox simulation game? Is it, like, a spore, but with, like, paper animals? I think so. I think so. But that's coming out on PS5, so go check that out. Disney Speedstorm is coming out on everything. Awesome. It's a hero-based cart racing game <laughs> that's a weird way to say that that's like, what it is well i mean that's what they're calling it but it's not totally i mean what so is any fucking cart racer a hero based game so i will argue a hero based game you can make it a hero based game if the characters like abilities do they have abilities are the character. yeah do they have abilities i think so so it looks like here. It's Lilo and Stitch kind of like shoot motherfuckers with the with the ray gun. I've not seen any gameplay of this. This has been out in early access on PC for a while. Like, what is Bell's ability? Mulan. What is Mulan's ability? I don't know. Is that Baloo? I might, oh, it is blue. I might have to buy this game. <laughs> oh, it's 40% off right now. I'm probably going to. Really? 
Yeah, it's like 20 bucks on the standard edition. The characters have different classes. If you look at like the character list here on the second trailer, it's like halfway through 30 seconds in. You have like Defender, Brawler, Speedster. What? Is there like a support yeah. class? What is this game? Yeah. I've not seen anything about this game. Like No one's talking about this. I might just buy this and just take a look at it. And it's cool to see it's not just the animated Disney stuff. Like if you look at the character list here, like in that second trailer, Elizabeth Swan is a character. She's that girl from Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, yeah. So it's not just the animated characters that get some attention, too. So, But I love that when those characters are here, they're using the live-action, the, they're using the animated version, not the live-action version. Like, Yeah, the, the Kingdom like, Hearts version. Yeah, like Mulan is, this is the 1990s animated Mulan, not the 2019 live-action Mulan. <laughs> so they should have, like, both, like, a skin to choose... Maybe. That'd be cool. I'm sure that's, like, an issue. There's, like, licensing and stuff, because, like, now they have to use that actor's face, and... Yeah. Okay. Okay, hold up. There's, like, a... Okay, so there's, like, a season system here. Yeah, it's a, uh... A live service game. But... How the fuck... What what makes this a hero game though? Like what do the characters have like exclusive skills, abilities? Well, they have classes. That's what we're saying, man. There's there's I'm I'm putting way too much like time into this. <laughs> like, let's move on. I'll look into this later. Um Dolphin Spirit Ocean Mission. Is it a new Echo game? No. It's not. The simulation game still cool you can pick that up september 28th this next game <laughs> infinity strash dragon quest the adventure of die which i guess was like a manga and an anime and now it's getting a game like that's where this comes from okay but it's like it's like an action a very action heavy like dragon quest game I can, I can get on board with that. Hack and slash yeah, PV, like, it says PVE. Yeah, it looks like like Dragon Quest Double May Cry. Which I compare everything that's like an actually a Double May Cry, but when I say that, you know what I mean. <laughs> or maybe like a Musou game. Well, no, it's not a Musou game. Like, yeah, if it was a Musou, I'd, I'd be more into it as a Musou than... <laughs> I'm the opposite. I'm more than a Musa. Um, oh, this looks cool. This actually does look cool. I'm wishing yeah. this. Did you see the? Uh, I put the trailer up forever ago. Did you see the other game that uh, Kira Toriyama's working on? The Dirt Dust Sandland. Land? Yeah. Sandland. Yeah. Sandland. That looked cool as fuck. Like they announced that a while ago. Yeah, that would look cool. Xbox, I think they announced it on Xbox. Yeah. But yeah, this game looks pretty dope. It's got this like, it's got this modern gen like graphical fidelity you see in like those anime games. So I like that. 
but it's got that kind of old school PS2 looking like jank, so I'm into it. Yeah, I like that it's not. I like that it's not just like another Naruto fighter. Yeah. So many of those. It's like the the, that's like the go to format for these fucking games. It's like I was making a fucking a Naruto arena fighter. fighter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hate those. I'm bored of them. Like I don't like arena fighters. This looks cool though. Um, Everhood Eternity Edition's coming out. It's a, like rhythm-based RPG that a lot of people are comparing to like Undertale. And the, yeah. the, the developer of Everhood got like really pissed off people were doing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's a little more than that. Yeah. This looks cool as hell. Like I, I heard about this game and I saw the trailer and I was like, this looks fucking awesome. Yeah. So I might pick this up. I'm not a huge fan of like rhythm-based games, but it looks more like it's leaning into like the bullet hell like RPG aspect and the rhythm stuff. Yeah. So I'm into that. I fucks with that. Bring it on. Gothic classic. So if you're a fan of the original Gothic, there you go. Can't believe That's this game's making a Switch. comeback. I know. It's getting a remake too, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, we also got My Hero Ultra Rumble. <laughs> this is a Battle this Royale. Is a battle Royale. Yeah, yeah, so this it's a free-to-play Battle Royale. So this, this might be cool. Big Might, though. Huge Might. All the Might. All Might. I am here. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, did you like that? Did you like that segue there? Um, that was great. <laughs> I'm curious about this, man. Yeah, I me too. Wanna, yeah. I mean, free to play. It's got to have free to play bullshit in it, then, right? I mean, it's got to. It's definitely going to. Like, it's got to be like a gotcha game where you got to get the characters. It's got to be. It's got to be. It's also made by Bandai Namco, the the fucking the arena fighter guys. So yeah, I don't understand how a company that can fucking make Soul Calibur and Tekken can make like Baruto Strikers. Like, come <laughs> on, you could have done anything. You could have done anything. And you made this, like, come on. <laughs> um, I heard that Dragon Ball one was good. That Dragon Ball Dead by Daylight version. I heard that was pretty oh, yeah? good. Yeah. I heard the opposite, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's it called again? It's like... like Dragon Ball the Strikers? The breakers. breakers? breakers, yeah. Yeah, the reviews are mostly negative. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, well, maybe. Yeah, okay. I heard it's like mostly the monetization is like what's annoying with it, which is weird because the game's like a $20 game, but whatever. Hmm. And after the third season now. Oh, the Genyu Force is on this. Oh, come on, man. Mostly uh, negative. The Genyu Force is in it. How's that negative? Like, I think this season's focusing on the Ginyu Force. Which is like, that's cool. <laughs> As a Dragon Ball fan, this is cool. <laughs> I want to like this game, but nobody else likes it. And I'm scared to buy it because it'll be dead in like a month. With the way the reviews are going. Like, they have their powers. That little green guy, like, freezes you. Yeah. Like they have all their shit. Oh, it's seven dollars right now in Green Man. Oh, there you go. So I'm buying this. 
Go check it out. Yeah, play it, stream it. Tell me what you think. Yeah. And look, you can play as like Dende and like heal people on Namek. Like, this is like. Look, while Gohan's fucking them up, you're like running around saving civilians. Like, this is like. This is cool. Like, come on. Like. Yeah. What do they do to fuck this up? Like. I'm hoping they didn't do anything to fuck this up. It's just people got this expecting like DBZ Kakarot and didn't get that. Yeah. Like, it but looks fucking good. Gotcha. I think a lot of people complain about the gotcha stuff. Because I'm looking through the reviews. A lot of it's like it's the gotcha, gotcha game. Yeah. About, yeah. That would do it. Yeah, I... And people keep talking about how, like, how, like, the, uh... People keep talking about how, like, the game has a lot of potential, but it's, like, the gosh that's holding it back, and that kind of bums me out. I mean, $7, it, it, you yeah. can't go wrong. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Come on. Uh, yeah. I like how we're talking about my hero, and we just devolved into, like, <laughs> Dragon Ball. Yeah, that uh, game's not out yet, and this is... Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Overpass 2 is releasing on PC, PS5, and Series X. What is this, like a, a UTV racer? Yeah. A UTV ATV racer. Oh, that's cool. That's kind of new. I haven't seen anything like this. Um, almost reminds me of Motorstorm. A little bit, yeah. Um, next is Pizza Possum. I fucking love this. Pizza Possum. This looks adorable. I love this. Look at that possum. You're just sitting there, just like, ah, I stole your pizza. Yeah, we played this a little bit during one of the demo derbies. Oh my god, this is straight up the uh, best trip at that Animal Crossing game from uh, the Wii U. Um... Oh god, remember remember the Wii U uh, Nintendo Land? Remember that? No. <laughs> no? Nobody does. <laughs> There's this there's this Animal Crossing game where you just steal candy and take it back into the middle of the the the, the map. You just steal candy and deposit it in the map. And there are guards that like fuck you up if you try to like take the candy. And the gimmick was that like you had um uh one person played as the guards and they used the gamepad. And the other, everyone else played as like the oh. Animal Crossing characters. Remember that? And did it have like, was it set up like in, um, like the Mario Kart battle mode where it was like it had walls and shit? And so the guy uh, had playing first person on the, on the pad or some shit. And everyone no, else could see. No, he wasn't a first person. He wasn't a first person, but uh. the person on the pad, like the, the, there are two guards and the left stick controlled one guard, the right stick controlled the other. And I think the person who played as the guard can see the whole map. But the the people stealing the candy couldn't. I might be wrong on that, though. That game while. was cool as hell. That game was cool as hell. That was like one of my favorite games to play on. Uh, well, here you go. Fucking, uh, yeah. All Pizza Possum has co-op, too. Yeah, this looks like that. Like... But like less charming, but still cool. Yeah, how is this less charming? Dude, Nintendo's got that charm. Come on. Okay, like, I'll give you yeah, true. 
But I, this will send you, I will send you a video of what a game like that looks like. And you will... I'm not saying it's not charming, just less charming. <laughs> Sweet Day, that's what the game was called, Sweet Day. This has charm. Put it, put it in the in the stream chat, so, so yeah. everyone can see it. The Switch had some fucking awesome games in the asymmetrical multiplayer stuff. That the uh, Switch, you mean the PU? Nintendo, the the Wii U. Yeah, sorry, but yeah, the Wii U had some great games. Nintendo Land was like a perfect like pack in for this for the Wii U. I didn't never deal. You, like, was that a pack-in? I don't remember ever. It was a pack-in for the, the black model. Because remember when it released, there's two models. There's the white model that had like half the memory. I had the Zelda one. Okay, so that's it. When the, when the Wii U first dropped, when it first came out. Oh. Like there's two models. There's a white vault model that had like half the memory of the black model. And the black model was the only one that had like the, uh, the pack-in with Nintendo Land. And I remember it was like really annoying because like... It was only like $50 more. And it had like a game in it and it had like double the memory. You know, this game was fucking cool. And if Pizza Pasta was just that, but like on modern systems, it doesn't have the same like asymmetrical stuff that the Wii U version had, but I'm into it. Yeah. Yeah. It does have co op just... though. So I'm going to send this to my brothers, like, see if they'll like be into it. Carrying on. Uh, Wild Mender is releasing on PC, PS5, and Series X, September 28th. What is this? A desert gardening survival game. Okay. That's cool. We can develop this desert to like an oasis with like. That's cool. I like that. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of sick of survival games though. There's so many of them. Like. Yeah. Even the ones that like stand out, like this one does, that have like a really cool art style and a cool idea. But turn this wasteland into like a like a hot like an actual like living environment. Like I like this. The game if this game had come out like five years earlier, I probably would have picked it up. <laughs> I think what I want out of these games is just I want all the farming bullshit, but then I want like I want decent combat on the other side too. Yeah. Like I want a good action game that also mixes in the farming shit at the, the same time. The closest that's come to that is like grounded. Yeah, it's the closest I can. And it's only because Ground is made by Obsidian, so they're just like, oh, let's just do like, let's just do our like, you know, Bethesda combat stuff in this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What else we got? Cocoon. Cocoon is from the guy. Um that made Limbo and Inside. They showed this during, I wanna say it was one of the Sony things that showed this where it's like one of those like Russian doll simulators. Yeah. Where you can go inside a world and that world has another inside in it and you and another inside, it's all like nested worlds. And you can take a world out of another world and put it in another world and then jump into that world inside another world. This is such a weird high concept game and I'm it, into it. Yeah. <laughs> it looks pretty fucking awesome. What um, is this? Is like taking stuff out from like one world, like one layer to the next? Like, yeah. 
Okay, this is like a weird concept. I gotta check out now. I think I might be into this. Yeah, I'm not even sure what the game is. I guess it's some sort of puzzle game. It says but... it's an adventure puzzle exploration platformer. So, okay, there we go. Yeah, check that out when it releases uh, September 29th. Yeah. Then EA Sports FC 24. Yes. Yes. This is their new like. FIFA, they just, they don't have yeah. the FIFA license anymore. Yeah, so they they have to change stuff now. So yeah, so it's FC now, and uh, it's using the Frostbite engine. I don't know when if they did before, but it is now. Um, and Hyper Motion V. Whatever that means. You know what it means. <laughs> It no, sounds like I might. It sounds like something. If it was on my TV, I would turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like one of those like settings. Yeah, that, like, like smooth motion shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, if this this, this is all like pre-rendered so far from this first trailer, but it looks pretty cool. Like. Oh yeah, because it's supposed to look cool. They're not going to show you the actual fucking gameplay. It's going to be f- yeah. broken. <laughs> yeah, I need to see what this game looks like. Who knows? They they might like be have something cool here because they you know they couldn't just copy and paste the FIFA shit over. It. They had to like put some work into making something new. So true. true. So, it might be something cool. We'll see. I mean, when it comes out, we'll see what people say about it. The seventy dollar game. So I feel like most people that buy FIFA every year though are buying it, you know, for the FIFA name. Yeah. So they see this EA Sports FC 24. I, I can't imagine those people are like, oh, this is like the same people that make FIFA and they're going to buy it, you know? Yeah. I can't imagine that that, that consumer is going to like pick this, is going to look at this and be like, oh, I recognize EA. They made the FIFA game I like. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Look- it'd be like if they lost a Madden name. Yeah. What, what do they have then? It's like. Yeah, exactly. Uh, next, we got Fate Samurai Remnant for PC, Switch, PS4, and PS5. Yeah, okay. It's a Koei Tecmo, like Musou. Oh, yeah, no, it's not Musou. Oh, no, it's not Musou. Fuck. It's an action RPG. Interesting. Oh, these games, are these Fate games are usually straight up just fighting games. Or Musos. Yeah, I've not or seen one of Musou. Or visual novel, yeah. Oh yeah, this is a fucking adventure game. Yeah, it's got like a skill tree and everything. Wait, what it is says it? JRPG. Well, Tales of Arise is a JRPG, so. Oh, true. Yeah, JRPG has lost all its many meaning now. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, what this is this? This, this is a video cool. game, dude. <laughs> yeah, this looks cool. What is this? Okay, well, this is going in the wish list. Yeah, this was. I didn't care about it, but now I do. Yeah. And not just that, but like because it's like this it's fate samurai remnant, it doesn't have the baggage of like the other like stay night games. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I don't fucking know anything about fate. So I, I purposely avoid stay night because you know, because like there's so much like stuff behind it. I don't know where to start. Yeah, I wonder if this is the ground floor of this this thing. 
I hope so. It that'll be interesting. I'm I want to play this. Yeah, me too. This looks cool. Oh. The battle over the waxing moon, which could grant any and all wishes. The Mac, the waxing moon ritual. You know what this reminds me of? Um, what was that one game Bandai Namco put out forever ago? It was on a uh, Game Pass, Scarlet something. Scarlet Nexus. I think so. How does this remind you of that? <laughs> the combat. Oh, okay. Because it looks like there's a follower system. So you got a follower, you could like, um, you got like a partner you could like, uh, like wombo combo with and like perform like some uh, coordinated attacks. So kind of reminds me of like Scarlet Nexus in that aspect. Which Scarlet Nexus is a good game. I'm going to go back and finish it. I, like, I actually like that game a lot. Okay, this is going on the wish list. Yeah. Yeah, and that's going to that's gonna do it. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for coming in, saying hi. Uh, Poopin was saying he was going to buy a Wii U emulator instead. That's probably the best option. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, it's can't. pretty easy to emulate. And then, like, you can't, like... The Wii U eShop's closed, so you can't do, do shit with it now. Oh, yeah, that too. I might emulate... I might emulate with Wii U just so I can play... Um, the Xenoblade Chronicles X. There's still games on there that, yeah, there's still games on there that they haven't ported over yet. Even the Zelda, I, I'm still playing Zelda Remaster. Um, yeah. Xenoblade Chronicles X is another one I haven't that's not ported to Switch. And you could argue, like, well, I have a Wii U, I can buy it on Wii U. The problem is, do you remember, when that game came out, you had to do a huge install so the game could run properly on the Wii U. If not, the load times took forever. And now that the eShop's closed, I can't yeah. download that. Those the, that uh, I can't download those uh, those installs. So my yeah. only option is to emulate it, so I can have the game run properly. That game is dog shit, man. <laughs> I still want to play it, man. I like Xenoblade. Like I still want to play it. It's the only Xenoblade game that runs at sixty FPS. So it's good. It's good for a while until. Until you hit a certain point, and it's like, fuck this, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll figure that out when I play it. All right, but well, yeah. that's going to do it, guys. You can go to GameOverse.com, GameOverse.com slash Twitch, GameOverse.com slash YouTube, GameOverse.com slash Kick, GameOverse.com slash Discord, and hop in the Discord and jump in there and talk to us and play games with us and hang out with us and chill with us and uh, smoke with us and drink with us and get turned with us and get lifted with us and get depressed with us and then do, <laughs> do anything you want with us and no one else because we do it and we do it. Yeah, we do it better than everybody. And everybody. We do it all night long. Uncle Dolph. Uncle Dolph yeah. be in there. Having fun. Yeah. So yeah. Just do it. Yeah. I'm probably I'm probably gonna check out some video games. Fuck, there was something I was actually gonna check out and I don't remember what it was. <laughs> but stand stay stay tuned. Stay tuned for video games. Yeah everybody, stay cool. Be absent to each other, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace out.